West West Show. You are now listening to Empty Out the Clip. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Empty Out the Clip podcast, the EOTC, straight out of the heart of uh, West Auckland. I'm here every week with, with the boys and a special guest over here to the studio. Filippo, what's up, brother? Hey. The man, the, myth, the legend himself. <laughs> <laughs> finally, finally. Um, nice. Gotta say, though, like, I remember, I remember when you messaged me about coming on, like, about your, like, oh, I'm thinking about doing the show. We're going to talk about pop culture and stuff, and I reckon you'll be a good fit. And then, yeah, stuff happened, and I never turned up. <laughs> <laughs> but but you're here. I'm so. here. 100 episodes later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, thanks for the opportunity, man. No Great worries, to be man. Here. Thanks for, for coming in. And we've got the brother from last week. Uh, he's back on the hot seat. Uh, what up? What up? What up? Hey. <laughs> good to be back again. Enjoyed last week, so hungry for Hungry for some more. Nice, buddy. <laughs> yeah, buddy. That's the one. Didn't get cancelled yet, so we'll keep going. We'll keep going. There's still opportunities. Hey, we never get through the LGBT and the transgender <laughs> conversation, bro. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. We came out. Yeah, bro. Yeah, we came out the other side, okay? So yeah. let's keep it rolling. Oh, hell. <laughs> let's dig a little deeper. <laughs> wow. And as always, we've got the man of the hour, a lady. What's up, brother? Sabus. <laughs> I can feel gut niggles, mate. It must be cold. It must be cold. You're gonna tell me your gout. You're those, uh, you talk about your gout all the time. I have gout too. It's only just been diagnosed in the last year. Do you have like a like a med that you take, like a something? Yeah, to I take it? it every day, like religiously, <laughs> man. That's why I don't take many too many days off. Right? <laughs> nice, nice. Okay, boys, let's do some shoutouts. Let's go, Yash. Uh, yeah, shout out to back of the one three five actually, and empty out the clip. Not just because I'm on here, but um, I was in a podcast funk uh, <laughs> after my 100th episode. You know, when you reach achievements, sometimes you like, you, it's sort of hard to go from there. Yeah. So I was like in a funk and then coming back on last week, listening to the uh, the Felon episode when you had um, King Dave on and then Isaac mm. Peach uh, jumping on last week, coming on today, sort of like got me fired up again. Um, nice. Not just with podcasts, but just with my own sort of pursuits and passions and that. Nice. Like, nice. Sort of been a bit flat lately. So, so. it's working, we'll see. I yeah, told yeah, you, yeah, yeah. I'm telling this guy, it's working, bro. You bring in the right guy. So listen, bro, it's <laughs> going to register, man. It's going to resonate with someone. No, nah, it's always done it. Like, uh, you know, being an uh, OG, listening to podcasts, so like other people out there, you know, if you're like me in a funk or down or whatever, like get some good listening on, find some topics that, you know, you wanna, you're interested in, want to learn about, or just, you know, there's something for anyone and everyone. So, yeah, it gave me the boost. So, shout out to, yeah, 135 and empty out the clip. Nice. Shout outs. Oh. Uh, yeah, a couple of shout outs, actually. Um, first of all, to my wife. Um, thanks, babe, for letting me, uh, letting <laughs> me out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's sort of, the, uh, sort of like that, you know. Got to ask permission for these kinds of things, you know, eh? You know, got a young fellow at home. So, yeah, shout out to my wife doing the hard yards, looking after our young fellow while I'm uh, able to come out and uh, record on the... Um, Empty out the clip. Hopefully, it's a you know, it's a um, I've become a regular guest and I'm invited back. Hopefully, <laughs> we'll see after tonight. Um, also, also big shout outs out to um, just to, just to Cam and Letty and to Yash just for letting me um, come in today. Uh, it's an opportunity just to step up to the plate and you know I've always pictured this moment. Hey, eh? like listen, I listen to you guys every week and vision, I, vision, exactly, exactly. That's the word. That's the word. I had this vision of like what it would look like, and it's definitely not like looking like what it is right now. <laughs> 
So yeah, that's me. That's me. On you, cuz. Oh man, my shout outs is to um I got a bit of a list, man. My first shout outs to the bro um semi Aki of um Fifty Clothing Man. Thanks for hooking us up with the hundred episode um go, EATC new sort of look to the um pod. Ooh. So man, get it your boy at uh, fifty underscore at um apparel and prints. <laughs> Yeah, it's the one. Um, link will be below. And also shout out to my doko, Miki Lahi and, Mik- and Mike Somali. So the boys have been talking about this gym out in Glenedon. I forgot what it's called, oh. but I'm not even going to plug them at the moment because I haven't <laughs> tested the waters. But yeah, the bro's doing well, mm. man. He's on an A-week challenge. Um, Miki's doing really well. Um, he's motivated me. He's inspired me, actually. And like I always say, it's the timing thing. There's about five gyms on Glenedon, eh? There's, there's five, man. Yeah. And that's a good thing. I believe that's, that's a good thing, man. That's just like barbers and petrol stations. Yeah. <laughs> The more they are, the more oh, they totally. are, the more they can compete. You know, so yeah, 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 totally. You got a variety, but also one's gonna outdo each other, do the other one. You know, so yeah, yeah, yeah. shout cream, out to those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, to the big brother Ted Witty, says he plugs in and watches us while he's doing his um Kapinga house. I, much love, also. I hope you're holding yourself up well, man, because I know it's been a tough journey for you in your your recovery. But much love to you and your family. And my last one's to my um to my kids and to my oldest daughter Nikita. She's over in Oz. She extended her stay, nice. man. So I found that out like maybe a couple of hours before I got here. <laughs> so I'll be driving around her car. Eh? I'll be driving around her car. She's always got a half full. So shot, babe. Thanks for the free gas. But you, you got any shout outs? Yeah, man. Just like always, gonna shout out to all the Whispers Network listeners out there that tune into all our podcasts on 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 the network. Um, shout out to all you guys, and um, don't don't forget our empty out the clip Facebook group page. So you, it's a private group page, so you guys can jump in, and uh, if you want to throw in your five cents or throw in a comment or a post, we can talk about it on the podcast. Oh. Uh, my last, my last, <laughs> last, last shout out. Go on. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna plug my bro. And this one's another shout out to the Tongan Polar Bear and to the Water Matter Prim Development. So they're um. So this year's rugby finals are now going to be based out west. I think uh, mm. Club Central was supposed to be out in Adversity, but the grounds aren't too well. So what I meant is got mm. the hosting rights to the semis and the finals, club oh, finals. So yeah, my plugs to um to the Tongan Polar Bear man for hooking me up with the solid as piece of clothing here. Ooh, and, here I, and I played um Josh Totofi's cover of Landslide from Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> and I told him, <laughs> just like the other day, that it's going to be a landslide. <laughs> landslide. <laughs> So, uh, much, much love to him with the tongue polar bear man you're doing well you and Rocky and that and the boys holding it down for West Auckland man like rugby out west it's good to see you um, yeah putting in the effort especially you still don't know much jack shit about rugby <laughs> but yeah he, he dropped that um, that was the first he out the clip um, 100 episode piece of um, design that we had put out so yeah thanks for the love us. appreciate you man love it 100 episodes man that's a that's a master is this the hundred? Yeah, yeah, yeah. episodes. Oh, crazy. There we go. There crazy. We go. This is crazy. We've got two new, uh, yeah, man, <laughs> the two, the honourable guests on that side. Yeah. Oh, man, I, I hope I get invited back, but I hope I don't, like, you know, bring your ratings down at the same time, <laughs> man. Come on, man. Okay, so the first um, story we've got came out of News Hub. So, uh, Auckland bar owner, Leo Malloy, he's the guy that owns um, headquarters in, uh, at the Vitak, has apologised to an uh, Auckland councillor Alf Filipana for a racist slur printed on the menu at a high-profile fundraising event for the mayor. Yeah, that was yeah, that was pretty ugly. Eh, that was pretty ugly. Got to be admit. So, like the brief, the 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 backstory to this is that the that the council had like a it was a mayoral relief fund effort, right? So this was for Wayne Brown, yep. Wayne King, yeah, the name that we shall not name. <laughs> yep, 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 that guy. 
the other brown guy. Um, so turns out he was it was a fundraiser done for for his relief fund for Auckland, right? That's what it was. He brought through you know guests upon guests, probably pulled out his black book and invited all his mates to come around, all his rich mates, deep pockets. And the idea was is that he invited the likes of Guy Williams, and we all know what Guy Williams is. You know his his, his pedigree is like with his um, with his jokes. Some of it doesn't hit, but when it yeah, oh my gosh, when it doesn't oh. Anyway, so what they're talking about specifically is that you have um, what's his face, um, our Filipina. You know, all of the all of the the entire menu was all written out, and it was just all it was all supposed to be jokes. You know, and it was like a roasting session, pretty much. Yeah. Is what they were what they were um, theming it as. And in our Filipina's case, what was it? it was a yeah, referral to the chocolate cookie and the comparison to something useless. So yeah, he pretty much said. Man, yeah, you crossed the line there like that's offensive. If you if you know the Filipino family and what they are to South Auckland and you read something like that, imagine like first of all it's when it's your name. Anything that's attached to your name, like say if someone came after the Smith name. Very be careful we are treating man, because there's a lot of us, right? But it's when you go and put something in a comparison to like oh, okay, just example, the Smiths as good as soap. That is harsh, eh? Like to find it funny, like oh. it's different when you're with your peers and family and yep. others around you. That's a different sort of setting. That's yeah, a yeah. <laughs> that can be a laughing matter, yep. eh? Because it's with people that you're familiar with. But the second it's with strangers, strangers, yeah, yeah, bro. That's about as offensive as you can get, man. Like, fucking, it's 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 tough to see that we're still in what 2023. And you know a relief fund for the for the for the council and Wayne Brown, but right even just seeing Alf get um interview like that it was sort of hard to sort of watch because like yeah. you know everyone remembers the Paul Holmes um Chiki Daki. I mean they humble put it on the song. Mm, mm, mm. It's one of those things that's going to be remembered, eh? Yeah, totally. So to scribe and they put another song, Miracle drops another song. This will be on that song mm, mm. because it's like bro, you can't sweep that shit under the carpet. Totally. Someone has to call that shit out. And the fact that, yeah, bro, 20, almost 2024, and that shit's still happening, man. Yeah. Just like the Dawn Raids, you know? Yeah. We won't do it. We won't do it, but we'll just do it. Yeah, we'll just do it anyway. Fuck, yeah, like, you know, it's, yeah, my heart goes out to him and his family, bro, because, yeah, I would have been offended, man. Even, like, if, mm. yeah, calling racism out mm. up front, especially, like, in these times, like, anywhere, man, it's like, bro, do it. Because mm. the more you try and normalize that shit, the more backwards we've gone back as a society, you know, and as people too. So, so the actual thing on the on the menu, it reads Alf and Josephina's chocolate chip cookie shake. Um, and un- under that it goes thick as wet cement and as useful as an ashtray on a motorbike. You see, my thing is this. So, I mean, look, a, I agree with what you said. Like, you know, if this was a family setting and I knew every single person in that room, like, you know, that's the kind of thing you would. You'd you'd say like in a garage, you know, yeah, in a, in a, straight up, man. You know, having drinks, you know, this, the, those mocking sessions that you have with your boys, that's the kind of setting. But when you have it like, you know, and I can imagine what Leo Malloy's probably thinking in his head. He's like, Nah, I just had enough. We're just joking around. I was like, Are we boys? No. Yeah. Well, fuck up there, you know? And that's the response that comes in that says, mm. Hey, you don't know me like that, brother. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I don't think. Um, yeah. Yeah, bro. It, to me, it, yeah, it makes me sad that we still like did people still think like that. Mm. But I mean, that's reality, right? But I mean, 
to use his the Filipino name and do it like that, like to who he is to South Auckland, bro, that's ugly, man. Imagine if like they had done David Tour like that at a boxing fundraiser and it was supposed to be like the Life in Samoans one. What would you put? O for awesome. When he clearly said O for awesome. That's uh you know, people would remember it and laugh about it, but it's like, oh that that's not what he actually said. You know, and that would be like the oh, okay, yeah, nah, that's what he oh nah, oh so that's what he said. But this here was clearly like bro, if that doesn't read like uh, alert, 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 like yeah, that's a punch below the belt, I think. And I think on top of that, there was that other piece where, like, part of the interview, he was saying, um, "Hey, nobody actually told me this was going to happen. I, actually, I didn't, I didn't go to that event that night. I found out the next day from my colleagues." You know, so at what point do you sort of think, "Hey, maybe we should clear these things," you know? Yeah, right. Like, you know, like, who in their right mind writes these kinds of things and then you know thinks it's okay? Yeah, I think there's a couple of things. You, usually, when you put stuff out there, you get usually get it checked. You know, by a few people. Like, you know what I mean? Like, all these people are going to be reading it. So, that's pretty dumb to not have a check because then it would have been cleared that, you know, it's not appropriate to put on. And then, um, you know, people's names, you know, it's everybody knows. He would know. He'd have friends or family that are pretty proud of their name, their family name or whatever. So, uh, yeah, it's just dumb. You know, you don't talk about people's names like that. And and you get get things checked, you know, if you're a professional before you chuck things out there like that. So, I don't know. I don't know how you get out like that high and you say something like that. Yeah, very confusing, eh? Confusing. Yeah, like yeah. it's like, fuck, are they that dumb? Yeah, <laughs> agreed. Like, straight up, I was like, are they that? I'm like, chilly. <laughs> yeah, it was just, yeah. But I guess there, yeah, there just there's people that dumb like up there, eh? Like, it's, it's just sad that. Yeah. That's the way it is, eh? In some some spaces, but hopefully we can. Mm. Yeah. There's also that. There's also that view that, like you know, you know. It, it shows the bubble that you're in, you know. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. All, all From the, reality, exactly. Yeah, or, yeah, or the yeah. company that you keep, you know, it's a reflection of the people that are that you keep around you, kind of thing. So, yeah. like, you know, not we're not saying that. Okay, well, yes, actually, we are saying that is a very racist thing to say. But amongst themselves, they probably wouldn't have thought that. You know, and that goes back to what you're saying, Ash, about like you know fact checking. And actually, well, why don't we just get a why don't we get like a sense check done? How? Why don't we ring our Filipino and ask him? Oh, nah, 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 nah. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's that reflection that we're talking about. You know. So. Mm. I mean, even just your colleagues and that, like, you don't even have to go that far because they'll be like, oh, I don't know, I don't think that would sit too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you don't have to go too. Because I have to ask my wife stuff too, and she's like, oh, I don't think I was like, oh, okay, yeah, fair enough. Mm. You know, because she's around and stuff like that, so. You don't have to go too far to, to know it's not that good, you know? <clears throat> I think that's why it's important for, for podcasts and people to talk about these sort of things when they come up, eh? Because talk about normalizing. Like if, if, you're, if you're white and you say these kind of things out in public, it, it is normalized for you, for them, you yeah. know? And yeah. because they haven't heard conversations against what, what they make a joke about and stuff. You know, mm. they're not in the mm. world where they get checked, you know? Yeah. So so now, yeah. <clears throat> so I think this day and age now with social media, with you know p- people speaking out, um, all the platforms we have now at the moment, having these kind of conversations is is is, is really important now. So. But you know, you see like sports, people have their names on the back. You know, they're proud. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, heads, mm-hmm. headstones, the names. Yeah, yeah. You know, people, it goes deep, man. Like mm-hmm. names are pretty, very important. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes me sad is like, bro, like we had one of the greatest Kiwi guys to pass away, ever play the game, Olsen, and then they're doing stuff around this, you know, and then it's just, 
Yeah, bro. I feel for the family, man. Cause yeah, mm. anyone to try to like lay 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 like thirty prints on your fellow's family name like that and then put it projected in the media and it gets amplified. It's like damn, that's a tough pill, eh? Mm. Mm. And that's a good point about um last names because you think about all the brands out there like Versace and Gucci and all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, they're all last names. They're mm. all family names, man. Yeah, man. So. Shot. Shot. Okay, the next story. Um, Filippo, you put this up. Um, so um, the headline reads: Students not allowed at school for months after re- reporting principal for assault. Um, mm. So three teenage students in the private school um, have been locked out of education, accusing their principal of assault in a toilet. Yeah. So the story goes is that three boys in the toilets. I mean, they're teenagers, right? And um, the names don't pop up. It's a Christian school, Tyndale Christian School. Um, have no idea where it is. Somewhere here in Auckland. Um, three boys in the toilet, uh, doing what they do, doing what teenage being boys loud. exactly being loud, and being loud, vaping, vaping. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> what, what, I know. I work at a school. So then, that's what they do. Does and then, it, uh, then yeah. the principal walks past. Exactly. He's obviously gone and he's gone into the toilet, and mm. then the you guys need to be quiet. Whatever's happening in that space is between the boys and the principal. I mean, there's obviously three on one. Yep. However, the guy, the kid, the kid who's had his shirt ripped, mm. he's taken that as an okay. I didn't realize I was being that bad, and then he's tried to probably escape the situation, mm. and then he's had his shirt ripped. Eh? Exactly. And that's where that's gotten. Yeah. That and that's all we know. Yeah. Because everything that happened inside those four walls is between <laughs> them. He say, she say, right? Yeah, and yeah. it's the aftermath of it, eh? Exactly. Exactly. So. First things first, you know, like, um, like I mean, I, I come from, a, I spent maybe five or six years working, or not working, but volunteering in kids ministry, right? And 101, the one, the, the one yeah, rule bro. you have, you do not go inside the kids' toilets. Yeah, bro. You stand outside, you do stand away from the door, so it does not look like you're peering into the toilet. You yeah, know? yeah. It doesn't matter what, you know, because anybody can interpret anything. You want to try and remove yourself as much as possible. So for the principal to actually walk his ass inside the toilets. Students' toilets. Students', students toilets. toilets yeah. Students' toilets, you know. If anything, if you had to do that, I'd be getting another teacher to come with me to back me up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's, you know, you got three kids in there. You're by yourself. You know, you got three stories against your one. Who are they going to believe? You know, these three. You know, uh, uh, it's simple math, right? It's simple math. So the aftermath of that, so that, put that to one side, the aftermath of that is that the parents, um, kid went home, told his mum, mum called the cops. You know, late charges, charges are standing there pending an investigation, the principal is removed for the rest of the term. Come the next term, the principal comes back. Yeah. But these kids at the same time have been um, removed. They're not allowed back into the education. Exactly. And the thing that the school has is the policy is that if you're not if you're truant, so if you're absent for ten days, you are no longer on the school roll. Which is like fuck. How does that work? Because you think about the end of the term, right? If they were like two weeks out from the term, that means they've been signed out for the next term because they're not because they haven't been at school enough days. Mm. As a parent, if I can go first, yeah, yeah. as a parent, man, I'd be pissed off. Oh. I'd be mad, and I'd be gunning straight for the board. But yeah. then in this case, the board members have walked away. Hey, mm, they've mm. vacated their seats because they clearly can see the due process wasn't happening. The principal doesn't have any to stand on because it's yeah. three on one. Two of those stories is going to match. His his one's not yeah. going to fit. You know what was told inside 
whatever, you know, whenever mm. the, the information was relayed back. The fact that the, the boys, eh, I think the school must have reached out to them and said, okay, can we just do this, like an apology, and then we'll let you back in. That's where it gets shady, man. And mm. I think a lot of schools do it. A lot of schools sort of protect the integrity of the school by breaking rules like that. Like, say, if the board has a set, set of rules mm. and they don't want to go with the drama, but it's too late, it's already in the news, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They carry on with the drama. Okay, we'll just try and work it out so they can let them come back. Mm. That's the fucking wrong angle, man. Like, to me as a parent, that's a wrong angle. The angle that should be is like fucking. I think, like, um, Maldives have it on pack, man. Mm. They, they have like a poor fitty. They invite everyone. Everyone says their piece, right? Mm. And then you can go have the discussion. So, whatever heated words come out that's said in front of everyone, then you can go sit down, break bread, and have a cup of tea. Mm. So, what's the story? Are we going to move forward from this? Because in the, what, what you don't want is that. If the principal's done that to one student and there's three of them, three of them don't come back. Fuck, he, this guy's played God almost, right? And then he <laughs> has that power over the board. Whereas the board is supposed to put that guy and check him yeah. for what he's done. But for those board members to walk away and that come out mm. or finish the way it is, the parent is like, nah, I want to hold that investigation up yeah. and just keep following it. In the end, he's going to be out of a job. Yeah, Like he hasn't fought further down far enough to sort of say like, now nah, my son's innocent, you know. Yeah. Oh, this boy's making noise. Really? Yeah. Your job was worth making noise. Like that's fucking. Yeah, bro. I would have picked that guy apart big time, man. Yeah. And I would have went for the board as well. I would have went straight for the chairman. Mm. Man, fuck get your shit together, man. That's not right. I would have rung. I would have rung John Campbell. <laughs> rung you know John what? Campbell and and there and said, "Sis, I need your help, man. I need your help." <laughs> then I would have rung Lorenzo Caesar as well. Yeah. And say, "Oof." So on my E five fifty one man, like <laughs> check this shit out. But it is wrong, man, and a lot of schools do it, man. Like mm. who's like um who's another school? Like the Wesley stuff, the Wesley stuff that came out later, yeah. all that stuff. You know, you can only boy boy your school so yeah. long yeah. before the cracks start to show. Yeah. Um fuck the one in Remy Rare or the big school. Yeah, I was just thinking of that too. Dilworth. 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 They did yeah, the yeah. same thing, man. And look yeah. what's happened, man. Like 30, 30, 30. years, 30 years of, of back cases because they try to do it themselves. Far out. It's yeah, like, yeah. bro, man, you gotta you gotta have a big plan and you gotta have that like almost like a you know, like on the Godfather they got the, the senior advisor, man. <laughs> the advisor is there <laughs> to see the shit that you don't see. Yeah. Right? Because when shit gets bad, man. So like, we're all going to hell, mate. We're all going to hell. Fuck. <laughs> but yeah, when I when I read that, yeah. I thought, man, if I was that mum, yeah. straight to the police, straight to the fucking chairman of the board. Oh, yeah, totally. Sack them. Asked for the head, yeah. And let the min- Ministry of Education come in and investigate it properly mm. instead of, oh, he's back next term. <laughs> what about these kids? What the hell's going on here, mate? Is it, okay, so it's his, his livelihood over these kids' education. Yeah. I was like, bro, you got to make... They make an example of mm. one or two kids, right? Because then that happens. What about the next time something happens? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I don't, I don't know the story too well, but you know, back in the day, I guess Wesley, Dilworth, it was more, I guess, in the power of the, the teachers. Mm. And now, like working at a school now, the, the the power is more in the hands of the kids. Yeah. You know, so like I've seen, you know, the kids work teachers a lot more now because they know they can get away, get away with, with shit, yeah. and like. One of my colleagues, you know, got framed as well. And then mm. they sort of just swept that shit under the cover. And like, and that was like the kids, man. Mm. You know, and so like from this perspective, I don't know the story too well, but I, don't know, I think sometimes the kids need need to get 
uh, you know, slap on the hand, learning, or hiding, or whatever it is. But like, <laughs> you know, just to learn because you know they're they're gonna get away with it. Like, I, I like the respect thing, you know, like respect the elders, mm, the teachers, mm. and all that sort of stuff. I like uh, that side of thing. So, but I don't know this case too well. But from what I've seen, I feel like the the, the thing was provoked, maybe. Because yeah, a lot yeah. of the boys from school, they do like, yeah, and mm. they try to twist things around and go. They, I seen them. They're like, oh, I did nothing, and I'm like, like I saw you, man. You're lying, like you know. They just yeah, and they yeah. really believe. It. I don't know. They just yeah. they don't mind lying through their teeth. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just that's what I've seen a lot of more these days. So I feel like it's switched now, where the students yeah, had yeah. the power. Back then, you know, it was the mm. teachers. They could like give kids hidings, and you know, the kids could say something and like, ah, whatever, you know. No, they won't be heard, yeah. but now it's the other way. So, from my perspective, I would sort of I can hear more the the principal sort of thing mm-hmm. um, case mm-hmm. from my. But I don't know. Mm. You know, I wasn't there. I don't know the situation too well. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm. You know, I think um, end of the day, it's. I feel like justice hasn't been served, and that I feel like you know, you know, you get you get stood, the principal gets stood down. And then, you know, we, we don't know what happened in that period between that time. And then all of a sudden, new term. Oh, hello. Mr. Was, Mr. Such and Such is back. Where's the kids? You know? Yeah, yeah. It, 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 There's just so much missing here. It's not funny. And then, like you were saying, like they want to, oh, no, how about, you know, school administration reaches out to the families and like, you can come back to school if you just let it go. You know, if you let it go, it's like, because yeah, it hasn't solved anything. Exactly, eh? exactly. And what's to say that another incident like that happens again? Yeah, this is where they're dealing with it. Yeah, they hasn't done anything. It's just that's just going to amplify the next lot of kids doing that. Did they say they got assaulted? The kids? Yeah, the kid. He had a ripped shirt, right. and like the other kids, obviously. Well, yeah, he he grabbed them. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. My <laughs> my yeah, thing is yeah. they they probably like threatened him or something like that. Yeah, as well, yeah, you know, like it was yeah. a two-way thing, you know what I mean? But I mean, he wouldn't just rip yeah. a shirt for nothing. Like. But in that yeah. incident, yeah. they was like making noise, okay? Like as a profession, like when I did security, it was like, yeah, you make sure you're safe. Hey, eh? don't yeah. take yourself down the stairs with a drunk lady by mm. yourself. Few of you guys uh, yeah. get exactly. Out. Yes, that. yes. Don't get your hands caught in the wrong place. Yeah. Like simple things like that, because it'll come back at you. But he he knew, like he should know as the boss of the school. Yeah. Yes. He should know as the boss of the school, right? There's there's a process, right? And if those boys, he should have just stayed outside. Here. You boys come out here. You boys come out here. How much noise do you need to make in a school to say, you boys come out here? Another um, member of staff would have came out. Oh, what's going on? Then go in there. They would have both gone in together. Yeah. But yeah. because he yeah, chose, side, he yeah. chose, that was just a lapse in judgment. Yeah. He chose to go in there, put himself in that situation. It's like, oh, there you go. He yeah. probably thought he was untouchable yeah. if you do something like that. But oh. that's exactly yeah. it, man. Yeah. Like, he, you know, he got humbled mm. in that moment exactly. and then he came back. But for those board members to leave, that's what shows is like, nah, there's yeah. clearly something that's gone wrong. Something's here. broken down. Yeah. Well, yeah. Another thing with the board me- members uh, leaving, I just feel weird I'm talking, I don't know the case too well, but, <laughs> but I feel like a lot of the people don't have like balls these days. You know, they're just doing like the PC thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, let's, oh, let's stand up for the kids, you know, whereas like, mm. you know, they're not, people aren't stand up people. Like maybe even if they don't even believe with it, believe it mm. but they'll walk out because everyone else's yeah, yeah you yeah. know what i mean but i think for those parents though because you gotta you gotta remember you got like if you had a board of like eight people and you have your chair that's divided anyway you're gonna have you gotta have at least a member of staff 
one that speaks on behalf of like say the um the kids then you got member other members that are made up of people that get voted in Mm. so the people that get voted in they clearly gonna they should be seeing stuff what's beneficial for the kids Mm. it's always the first thing so if we were on the on their board and it happened to one of our kids i'll be wanting you guys to bet for my son because like fuck he hasn't been at school for two weeks he's like that that truancy or like absentee is deemed as he dropped out Mm. but he like how do i how do i get him back into the school or how do i transfer all his nca stuff over to another school that's the angle that we should be trying to bet at on behalf of one member you know Mm. but i also see like for me it's like it's my kids fault to me i think it's always your own fault yeah like the kids should you know listen you know have more respect don't Mm. make the noise so you know what i mean yeah, yeah, like yeah. that's the school. Mm. You like if my daughter got in trouble and be like, yeah, it's your fault. You know, mm-hmm. listen, you're there to listen to the teacher, do your work. Doesn't matter if you don't agree or whatever. You got to do, the, you know, do your day to get your education. You know, do yeah, show yeah. your respect and that. Even if you know, like I, I don't like some people or people above me, but you know, that's, they're the bosses or whatever. You know, yeah, yeah. and I got to show respect and do my job, mm. even if I don't like it. That's what you know what I mean. Mm, yeah, because it was after school. The incident was after we school. We don't have yeah, like exactly, that. Well. exactly. But uh, I think like the victim, you know, like yeah. Then they'll be thinking like, oh, it's, it's always their fault. It's always their fault. Mm. Yeah, you know, mm. whereas they got to be accountable too. Like yeah. maybe yeah. I shouldn't have said fuck off to the teacher or whatever. You know, like get <laughs> out. You know, you can't do anything. So yeah. I don't mm. know what he said. I don't, I don't yeah. know what he said, but I, I'm assuming it wasn't nice. Yeah. <laughs> I, if, I can, if I can add in here, like um, I think uh, one of the things uh, well, I like what you pointed out when you when you talk about the Māori and how they how they have a porphyry and they get together and they actually talk. Yeah, you know that's like you know there's there's something called restorative justice and it's like you know it's where you sit everybody down at the same bloody table yeah, and you just chat and yeah chat and talk and, and even if it gets heated fucking let it it's heated but yeah. it's already out exactly it's already out because yeah. nine times out of ten once you get past that point yeah. Then you can sort of sit down and be like, all right, so what's the plan going forward? Exactly. My, bring my son back at school, let him finish his year. Yeah. And if he plays out, fuck, he's gone. That's, that would have been the easiest way for the board to look at it. Mm. But because obviously they would have discussed it. And for those board members to believe, I believe that they were their intent yeah. was to make sure that there's a, a, a clean slate for the principal, but mm. then there's an even outcome for the kids. They wouldn't have got up and walked away for nothing. Yeah, exactly. And I think that was like a. I, I reckon that would be, that would have been like the, the result of a stalemate, right? Yeah, you know, like the, almost like the vote of confidence from your from your from your school uh, kids and the parents. It's like, yeah, we want them to bet for us because they're our voice inside the school and at the top. But mm. yeah, once that's gone, clearly, right, there is no way you're gonna fix that situation. Like that situation's no. like, mm. it's pretty messy now. Yeah, yeah. There's no example of what colonization colonization has done with uh, the, when you talked about the um, the poverty in that yeah, like, yeah that yeah. is one thing yeah yeah in, indigenous culture like that they've taken away but if they would if they could use this in this situation it would have worked it would be a, yeah not yeah. even be a story mm. it would be done you don't have to call Ray Donovan's coming in <laughs> so that so that that mess but nah yeah man uh, yeah it's another one that's another sensitive um Topic, especially when it's a mum, it's yeah. like a mum betting for her son. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreed. Mm. Agreed. And like the student wasn't even a poor, like he wasn't a naughty student. That's what he believed. Was like, okay, if he wasn't a, 
Oh, is that like, what the thing? Yeah. Sorry, yeah. sorry, everyone. I didn't know the story too well. I just uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> it's good. Just going the opposite, you know? Yeah. It's discussion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's discussion. It's everyone needs a villain you know? on the show. <laughs> no, no, I'm just going to stop explaining the damn thing at the beginning. <laughs> You know, it's good Surely. to have, you know, go back yeah, and yeah, forth. Yeah, yeah. No, but yeah. you've worked in the, in, in the space, man, yeah, so you yeah, know yeah, how kids can yeah, be. Yeah. No, I agree. Oh, no, you're right. You're right. <laughs> nice. Just listen and respect the teachers, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to come at bed for you yeah. and then Ray Donovan comes and then, oh, it was the wrong teacher shirt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, boys, um, this is another one from... Um, Filippo, he posted up an article that came out in 2015, uh, but it still relates to to nowadays. So, so shot for doing that. Um, so, New Zealand schools are getting lawyered up. They're facing legal threats from parents who feel their kids have been overlooked for activities like sports teams, debating, and school musicals. Is this fair for schools? Uh, legal threats undermining a principal's authority. Yeah. So, like. Am I like so? The the way I the way I questioned, I put a question on my post, and the question was: question for parents: How far are you willing to go for your kids to succeed? Okay, so hey, if they're not going straight into the almost like generation, if Mikey's not doing us a shoot deal, fucking shut up and go do some dishes, eh? So you know, so we start off the top, right? So if you think like, okay, um. All right, so the worst example I can think of is say like a uh, and the nice um nice Balangi couple, you know, Harold and um Ensu and Karen from from Rimuera, you know, they go and they um they they come across uh, they come across the Polynesian version of Mike Orr, right? Giant kid, surely you can be a second row for the Warriors, son. Come with me, you know, I'll I'll take you in, whatever, put you through school, invest all this money in all the finest education. And then when it comes to the trials, you don't get picked. That's the that's an example, right? You don't get picked. Oh, no, 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 no. I just this kid has his own personal trainer. He has like a skills coach. He has the finest. Student. No, no. There's no way that my kid can't you know can't can't compete at a higher level. He should be on this team. You know what, Harold? Go get the lawyer. Go get the lawyer. We're gonna get this kid on the team. So. That's that in my head. That's what that sounds like, yeah. right? So, from from like a parent's point of view, they reckon that their kid is you know I've invested all of this time, all this money, and that equal that should equal success. Does it though? Does it? You know, it's a when you start diving a little bit deeper, it starts getting a little bit more complicated, right? And they start thinking, is that kid even the right fit for the team? Well, there's a big obstacle in that mm. in that thing, and it's called competition. Yes, that's what I think. Yes, know. I think if you don't make the team, you just weren't good enough. You know, that's <laughs> a your fault as a parent. Yeah, you, you don't have the right genetics. You know, if it's a sport, you just weren't yeah. fast enough, strong yeah. enough, yeah. skillful yeah. enough. So I'm sorry, yeah. sir, but your kid is matuat die. There is a, the occasion like mm. um, where the, it was politics, but it maybe it might have been for the spot on the bench. You know what I mean? Like, it's if you're fighting for a spot, you probably were on the cusp of making the team. So, you're not mm. making it, it's not too bad because, like, you got to use it as motivation to train harder and get better for the next season or yeah. another team. Or, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, there is the odd occasion yeah. where, where it is a political thing, but I wouldn't take it to quarter. It just goes to another team or, you know, try somewhere else. But, but I, I wouldn't bother with that. Like, 
Yeah, you just I think you it, just weren't good it enough. It happens, do we? <laughs> yeah, it happens, man. I mean, I played. I played my last year at Custard, fucking. We had incidents where guys were overlooked on attitude, and it was just pure attitude. It wasn't the ability; it was the attitude. And man, I'd seen our team suffer because we the bench wasn't, you know, it was depleted because this one teacher and he's a successful coach now didn't want to play a certain player, and you saw it, man. It was like, bro, when you got half the parents on the side looking at the bench and go fucking put that kid on there's clearly something wrong right had i known now what I, you know had i known then what i knew now about how we could have gone about it bro we would have fucking won the way that year i believe so because i think some coaches was the kid like you know toxic, this guy was new zealand material toxic, toxic though like was a good team player yeah, you know, yeah. That sort of stuff well see as a coach right wouldn't you believe you'd want to have that connection with some of the players like if you got the potential and the one kid right and you want to invest in him but you want to give him the opportunity to prove himself wouldn't you want to be able to ask him bro is everything all good like that wasn't a thing then these days it is like it's like everything all good at home you know some kids do more like they gotta be home they can't make change like you're speaking about it, or they got workouts how that stuff could have been talked about. It could have been talked about then, but I wasn't talking about then. Straight off, straight off the bat, I was like, oh, fuck, this guy's guy, man. Poor training attitude. It's like, but the skills and his fitness is saying otherwise. Like, he's got the skills, he's got the fitness. But there but could be a contributing factor outside, yeah. right? And, like, the, 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 the teacher, the coach wasn't willing to look at it from that angle, man. And when I think about it, man, it's like, my poor bro, eventually when he got on, because the coach couldn't handle it, fucking the parents were coming up to him, put him on, man. <laughs> Take your nephew off. That's what made it worse. Take your nephew off. Put fucking him on. And when he came on, he scored fucking like 15 points in a matter of five minutes. But that's what it was. And we still lost the game. But it's like, you know, it was like hearing the parents vouch for the bro. And mm. his parents weren't even at the game. Said a lot about the coach. And like, from my eyes, it's like, man, I believe every other old boy he's told me about this coach. It was like, bro. It was like he did a Chris Lux, didn't he? He said he was for something. But then... He was against it, but then he would take the re rewards that come with mm. that benefit sort of thing. And I felt like, fuck, man, like, it's sad, like, because we could have done better, but, you know, that wasn't the case. Mm. Now, yeah, I I hear what you're saying, yeah, because I have seen, mm. uh, like, with my nephews or nieces and that, like, a lot of shit coaches. So I can hear from that point of view where they just, they don't know the game or they do have a beef with a kid or something like that. So I, I can see that, but I just personally wouldn't go to court or anything but uh, yeah i would leave but I, I i can see what you mean yeah there mm. is a lot of coaches that yeah for some reason they just don't like you i've been in teams where uh, you know the coach doesn't like someone or me yeah, yeah. just mm. for some reason hey they just have something um yeah i mean there's, I still, coaches. Yeah, yeah. there's still coaches these yeah. days that are like that man yeah. i've had heaps yeah. of my mates my close mates that mm. when we've gone to play and fucking the coaches for some reason hey, yeah, like yeah, fuck yeah. this dude is the new zealand league fucking winger but you won't start him like and then they get no, picked why? In, a, in, a, in a team they haven't yeah. even trialed for. Well, yeah, like would you everyone else can see the talent, but fucking, like, what's your problem against them, you know? And then you find out later, years later, oh, this dude had a beef with his older brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like yeah. that sort of yeah, shit, yeah, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah, I think we all agree there's, like, shit coaches and they make, you know, political decisions. But in terms of would you take it up as well or no? Or uh, how just, would you? Sorry. I'd, I'd like to have that conversation. Yeah. I'd like to have that conversation because, like, I've, you know, I've had guys come through the shop and say, oh, yeah, man. My boy's been going to training, but the fucking coaches didn't even notice him there. But like he's there every training, right? And then mm, they have that. Mm. If you're not going to train, 
you you won't play. Then they pick the guys that don't show up to training. Over the kids that have mm. been there every day, like that still happens, man. Yeah. You know, and yeah. Like, okay. When you hear it, it's like fuck. Oh, that's heartbreaking, man. Especially yeah, right. Because especially because like there's no engagement on like oh, so what does he need to work on? But like to not even be considered, it's like bro, you know they're there. Have the conversation with them. You like pull them aside and have the conversation. Don't do the overlooking them and just fully cut them off. Because that happens at, at school all the time. Like. Mm. You can get to a certain point, like you're training there. Like if you start preseason and you're there every training, and then you don't even get looked at, bro, you're gonna go play league. You won't play rugby. You go play league, or you, you might not even want to play anymore until like you know go play club. But yeah, it happens, man. Like and I see, it, I hear about it all the time. All right. But it's still happening. It's still happening. Yeah, every time I've been dropped, like or didn't make a team, I sort of felt like once I got over being butt hurt, that I probably shouldn't have been in the team or. So mm, mm. I think there's only been a couple of instances where I felt I was wrong done by it, but most of the time I felt like it was right. If I, you know, put my feelings aside, mm, mm. you know what I mean? But I yeah, I have seen some of these other instances and stuff like that. But yeah, for me I think you yeah, you've always just gotta like play your way into the team or smash someone at training or yeah. outskill people or just make it like undeniable. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like do a Kobe and don't, just work harder than Yeah, them. yeah. Don't yeah. like leave it into the coaches. And you know, like when you watch boxing and it's too close and then they win and they're like, oh, but this and that. It was like, it was too too close. You got to make it like obvious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. It has to you, be yeah, landslide. It's like, yeah. So if you want that spot, you got to just, whoever your opposite position or number mm. is, you you know, whatever it is, you just got to like own them in training. or So then, yeah, maybe like your mate after two or three games, they're like, fuck. Put Johnny on, you know, yeah, or whoever yeah. it is. It's like, this guy's useless, you know? Like, I feel for Karen and Harold, man. Like, <laughs> I feel for them, eh? Yeah, like, yeah, totally, totally. But there are some, like, um, <clears throat> I think some some coaches, like, back then as well, what I should have known, mm. like, bro, when you got parents, because like, our parents, right, when they come to our games, they're there. They can see the talent that gives out onto the field. Sometimes they can see stuff that the coaches can't see because all they can see is because they're worrying about the team. But parents, seasoned parents, right? They've been going to league games from under sixes all the way up to first fifteen. Yeah, they would have known. Oh, but they put him on, you know, move him out of position or play him at ten. But they wouldn't. They wouldn't be like just those average shows sitting at home and he watch a one game a season. <laughs> it wouldn't be those guys. It'd be the why don't they play him at half? Mm. It's a simple like you know. It's as simple as that. But yeah, poor Harold and Karen like yeah. doing the extras to get their son to get game time. Sometimes it's not the fit, eh? Sometimes exactly. it might not fit the outfit and it's but best to go somewhere else or something. Being, yeah. being in the coaching like the last few years, you know, people probably don't want to hear this, but you do, you do develop your favourites. Yes, yeah. it's, it's, it's that's your core. You develop your core, eh? I don't care what anyone says, you do. You yeah, just yeah, connect yeah. with certain kids yeah. or certain players more than others. Mm. And so like, people so can act like they don't have favourites, they do. So like Darius Boyd, you know, Darius Boyd following um, what's his face, uh, yeah, Wayne, yeah. Wayne around Wayne all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it happens. You just click with people more, whether it's like you're in the coaching or working in a factory or mm. an executive. You just click with certain people yeah. more, and, mm. so and it's usually it plays the, a role. The ones that don't buy back to, yeah. But I mean, yeah. If you but for your the coaches, I'm not saying end, that's right. I'm just saying yeah. that happens. But yeah. when you when you got the delivery boys versus the yes guys, that that's a that's a confliction like for. 
bosses and, and coaches together, right? Because yeah. it's like, fuck, do I give it to Mr. Gonna show up every day? He's gonna miss the kick right in front. Or do you <laughs> give it to the guy who's gonna get the points and might not last me 80 minutes, bro? Yeah. That mm. that's the oh fuck yeah I'm not ah sorry give me ten minutes you know if you can say <laughs> give me ten good minutes bro you're on you know yeah. all I need from mm. you like but what's missing is the conversations the conversations are like oh how come I didn't exactly. get picked or why can't I get picked that's missing from you know Karen and that yeah ever like just straight cut <laughs> bring the water bottles <laughs> and um, can you grab the line uh, sideline um flags and that it's like fuck. the the other one is like um. Like, is <laughs> uh, the sad stories, like, you know, kids are going through, I don't know, they lost their parents, whatever, mm. things like that. So sometimes they can get game. That's what I've seen. Mm. Or, um, oh, the mercy ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, for real, it's a real thing. It happens. Um, I've seen it. And, yeah, I mean, you do, you do feel for the kids and you're like, oh, man, this is like the outlet. Mm, you know, mm. they need to have a run type of thing and mm. with their mates. And oh, okay. So there's a lot of stuff you got to take in as a coach um, in terms of playing guys and not playing guys. And Yeah, yeah, maybe someone who's like pretty rubbish, but they lack on confidence. You're like, all right, man, get on the wing. Get, you know, you, you try to get them in. So it can mm, go either mm, way mm, or like mm, in terms mm. of getting them off or getting them on, you know. Mm. Uh, it's a tough job. Yeah. I think as long as the, um, the start of the season, like the, the, the intent of why everyone's there is the same mm. and if the buy-in is right then you're right you know these sort of like okay we're short this week but it's when you get to that point it's like we're short this week if you can just make the game it's when you get to that point it's like okay so everything we had started from the beginning of the season has disappeared and we ended up going so it just comes straight from your job to the game that's when you're like if I'm gonna waste of time like having all these set rules you gotta train twice a week to get start on Saturday and like sometimes you might not be able to put a team together with the yeah. the guys yeah. you come every week, you know. Mm. And that's when you end up doing this water matter. Go Tara ones, eh? <laughs> like, shit. <laughs> but I mean, there's all these different things that can happen. But overall, I think if you don't make it, generally, not always. We're kind of, eh? Yes, it's on you. We're You're not good enough at yeah, the moment. Yeah, at the yeah. moment, but you can. You can. That's yeah. the general thing that I believe in. Okay, so let me just flip it real quickly on 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 on, on its head, right? So the question was, as a parent. If this was, how far are you willing to go to for your for your child's success? And we'll put it in the context of a sports team. Like, are you? Is it? Is uh, do you turn around and you say, okay, son, come, we'll just come, 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 we'll just go find another team. We'll just take your talent elsewhere, or is it? I think like as a parent. Yep. And this is what needs to happen. This is what like I was trying to get to the point. Like, mm, mm. yeah, it's not happening enough. Is yep. go and have a conversation with the coach. Yep. What is that that my son needs to work on? Like is, is there something at, at, at training that he's lacking? Is he not is he not quick enough? Is he not big enough? What is it? He needs to know something, right? The coaches need to put it out there to the players, like, all right, man, and like and have the conversation. Then just uh, fucking just go go moon one of your always drops the ball. That's club shit. But I mean in school. In school, right? Because some kids, bro, like some kids can take that shit really hard, like, you know. Oh, especially yeah. if you're your, your training, showing up every the, every training and, and putting yourself out there and then to pray your parents drove 40 minutes all the way to your last out to just carry the water bottles from the training room to the field. Like, reality, man. Like, you know, the coaches mm. need to talk to the players. And if you're not doing the man, coaches, if you're not doing the man, fucking talk to the <laughs> players, man. How are they going to know they're not getting good enough to, you know, but that's as far as I would go. And if it's not, then you'd have to tell your kids, well, it's up to you. You can be a bench warmer forever mm. or go find another team. It's simple, really. 
I think overcomplicating it by getting the lawyers was like, yeah, you don't need that. Actually, tell, need that. go and coach the team then. <laughs> yeah, you don't need that. No, I agree. Yeah, if you can find out why, yeah. you can go, son, you need to work on this and that. Then that's a good, that's a fair thing, eh? Mm. If the coach can communicate what you what you're lacking or missing, and and if you don't, if you either make those improvements or not, you know, and it's like, oh, Johnny, you are doing it, so you're gonna play yeah. today, or Johnny, or not, so you know, you're gonna. You're only gonna play at the end of the game or whatever it is. It's always Johnny. Eh? Yeah, I don't know. It's just come Johnny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so, Hapa, you Hapa. I remember there's a scene on Love and Basketball when Monica goes to her coach and says, "I'm, I'm worried. I'm not gonna be in a team." And the coach goes, "Why? Because you're always hard on me. You're always like telling me to do this, do that. Ah, you're always on my ass and all that." And the coach goes. Well, I see your your you, I see your potential, and she goes, "You should be worried if I ignore you." Yeah, I yeah. stop talking to you. Yeah, and yeah. I remember that scene. When I ignore you, that's when you should be worried. Yeah, so. nice. Pop that in there. <laughs> clip it, clip it. Speaking of sports, we got a um. I just got a post in the chat in our in our the Kanarak chat. So I don't know if you watched watched the All Blacks game this morning, but. Um, there, there was uh, a pitch invader. It looked like a girl <laughs> running across the field. Oh, oh and this is an Argentina this too. Is an HD an, or? Arge, Argentina. Ooh, 1080 or? And, and uh, so, so it's, it's, it's the typical thing. She, the person is running across the field. The security is chasing her. She runs, looks like a girl because she's got long hair. She runs across where the All Blacks are. And Sam Kane puts out his leg and, and, and kicks her. her. <laughs> kicks the person. What a thick. And and then and then later in the day he posts on po- um, social media he he apologizes for doing that. He's just straight dickhead. It's not his job. <laughs> his job. The taxpayers are fucking paying these bookies to fucking play the game of rugby, not trip um, pitch invaders, man. Yeah, aren't they supposed to just like walk away and yeah. leave the leave the securities to do their job? It's like, oh. well, he, he, here's what he said. I'm very sorry and I'm disappointed in myself. I'm trying to be. I'm trying my best to contact the individual and apologize. But did you think he did that on himself or did he do it because some of the boys said, what a sad can I bet you this grandma yeah. boys would have gone, what a sad can you below. <laughs> I bet you they would have been giving him shit to make him feel stink. And they should say, because he was right, man. Fuck, what a, you don't do that, bro. It's like, bro, I wouldn't be surprised if his parents were like, what in your left testicle did you think you were doing by tripping that lady up, mate? <laughs> Fucking nah, basket, yeah. bro. That's stupid, eh? Nah, it's not your job, eh? Just hard out. Leave it to the security guards and all that. You don't want to. You don't want to end up in the paper like like he is. Mm. You know, for things like that. So, well, especially not a lady. Yeah, imagine one of those yeah, those securities on heat man. He was like, "Fucking can't! I wanted to kill that one myself." Yeah. <laughs> <You know? sighs> Plus, it's a safety thing too, eh? Like the players can't yeah. really. Yeah, totally. You never know. I mean, you never know. The person might have a knife or something. I don't know. But it's a safety uh, thing for the players, eh? Don't. Mind you, Martin did that um, nice tackle on there, dude. And who else is those? Andrew Simons? Yeah, a couple of other ones. Yeah, with the, yeah. Ended up with the bum. Yeah. Far, nah, sure. I, would, I would just leave them, man. You know? Yeah, yeah. I'd yeah. Just leave them. It's not my job, sort of thing. Mm. Yeah, yeah. They, security guards. Yeah, let, let them do their thing. Um, uh, Lady, you pissed us up. So this came on the Petty Gower as Issues program. And. Andrew Geordie interviewed uh, Mark Robinson, who's CEO of uh, NZ Rugby. 
And you pose the question to him. What do you say? Who's better? Is it who's better? Who's better? Yeah. Ruby that was Tui the question, or man. Ruby uh, Tui or, or Jonah Lomu? Ruby Tui or Jonah Lomu? Yeah. Uh, look, let's be honest, man. Like, <laughs> there is zero context in that question, right? There's, he, 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 all he said was he was better. You know, Jonah Lomu and Ruby Tui. Two completely different athletes. You know, you don't, you don't compare, you know, so we'll put it this way. Like you have, uh, are they talking, if we, if we look at it from a, and drill down and look at it from a cultural icon point of view, um, Jonah has it in spades. The amount of um, attention that he drew to the game, right? Just off the back of like his escalates, you know, that 95 run where, that 95 World Cup run where he, uh, he ran over the Englishman, what was his name? Underwood, is it Rory? No. Yeah. Who? Oh, um, exactly. Yeah. That's, the, that's uh, the answer I was looking for. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody remembers because all they remember was yeah, Jonah sure. running over the top of him. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Absolutely. Like cultural icon, you know. And then you have Ruby Tui of, and she's, and that what she's done for the women's game. Yeah. You know, that's amazing. You know, but you you, you can't compare the two because it's apples and oranges. But the funny thing is, because the guys, the he does the free sport. Like I think when they did the free warriors screening, and he had um, Warangi and what was the chick's name from the Kiwi Friends the league? They had her on the lady. I forgot her name. She, she plays for Rio. I know she plays for Honey. No, no, no. Chris, she Crystal. No, is it Crystal? Crystal. Crystal, Crystal does uh, the uh, Sky Sport, right? Yeah, they both do it. Honey hit a man. Yeah, mm. Crystal. But they had her on, and then it was like, man, that was that's a, like a left field question, like. Mm, mm. Bro, you don't ask it. Like, to me, it's like, um, this is how I see it. Yep. It's like seeing, uh, um, like, because I've always wanted a Jeep, right? A Jeep, uh, um, a Trackhawk. I've always wanted a Jeep Trackhawk four-wheel drive, you know? Mm. It's got a it's got a Hummer. It's got a Hemi six-liter engine. Okay. It's like comparing that to drive through the mud versus, like, a, a Toyota Highlander. <laughs> through the mud. Okay, both, okay. both elite in its own right. Yep, yep. But the comparison in the world is different. Yeah. But it's like, bro, ain't no one gonna touch that track hole for years to come. Like you know, that, mm. that's that's one of the greatest vehicles they've ever built. But then you got the everyday, all right sort of player. But yeah, the context here was sort yeah. of like, well, there's no, if you were gonna say like attention or yeah, but because it's player, obviously you're gonna assume are you talking about the better player. Yeah. But if there was a woman's vision of Jordan playing. There was like no, there was inner story, mate. Like mm, mm. Hands, that's that's like a landslide. Jonah up playing the women's game, right? Yeah, there's no one even doing the, what Jonah does now. Yeah. Like it, no one can do it. It's like you know, he was like a one-off. Mm. But he he changed the he what he did do for the game is that he changed the body style of what a, what what a traditional winger looks like, right? Yeah, you know he was built like a freaking Ford. And he ran like a he, he ran like a winger, you know. Yeah, and yeah. It's sort of he sort of changed it up. I mean, that's that's how you have those scenes, the the, the scenes where he's just like full on steamrolling people. Yeah, you know, you don't have that anymore. Um, before him, there was nothing like that. They were running around. They were actually playing, you know, set piece. But Jonah, oh, just check out the Jonah, you know, Christian Cullen with the cross kicks and on the sevens team, you know. Yeah, yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah, I just feel like mm. even anyone trying to compare themselves or like. Any comparison to Jonas, like, this no comparison, man. Like, no one can do it. Mm. Doesn't matter what you say about his game. It's like, nah. He was the, because he was the guy who pretty much could have won us a World Cup, yeah. you know? Mm. 
And he literally the day, like I think that game, he scored like more than half of the points mm. just from running, you know, just scoring tries. I think in terms of rugby, there's no comparison because like just different, you know, he's massive, fast, she's small, nippy, you know, just different different players. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I don't, can't really compare there. Um, but in terms of uh, the impact on the game, yeah. they both had a massive in- impact. Like Jonah, you know, there's no one been like him ever since. Mm. He was like Michael Jordan in a way to me. Yeah. Like just, the you know, all the sponsors and people wanted to get around him and interview him. And I don't think there's been like that anyone before after him. And like his thing still lives on now. And like with Ruby, it was pretty massive, like her impact. Some of the things, she was, she's really well-spoken and some of the things are really like deep and impactful. Mm. Um, and then them winning the World Cup and her being like, I guess she was sort of like the heart of the team. Like she wasn't the best player in terms of like, impact in that but she was i think she was just one of those players you want on your team because she's yeah. she's yeah. hyping everyone up and she's encouraging she's got the energy but you know she wasn't making line breaks and stuff like that like jonah and yeah. she's more mm. like push a woman's more like that type of play in it but um i think she's one of those players you you know you want on the team and uh, yeah i think with them winning the world cup and you know some of the things she sort of predicted and you know, envisioned and that I think mm. it was pretty massive in terms of that impact on the game. So it was sort of different because it was more for like women's, you know, uh, growth of the game and all yeah. that. Whereas Jonah mm. was just like the world. <laughs> it was like yeah, everything. Yeah, man. Like, it was a different luckily, impact. Yeah, different luckily, impact. Ruby yeah, Toy is like, yeah, she's an icon like a to the woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But internationally, <laughs> that's what I mean. It's like, this landslide, man. Mm. It's mm. like, like for me, Jonah is like, Jonah is like when um, Fusion put out their sound systems, Bro, everyone wanted the trainer, like the, the power plant. Bro, everyone knows that's like a 11 inch, you know, that's like a square sub, fucking, that's powerful, but it's powerful by itself. The mm. sound of one is the, is like the duplication of having two of another brand put together, but you can get that same sound out of one. Like that was Jonah. No, I was a kid and they had a burger named after the Jonah. Like, this burger oh, was bigger yeah, than yeah, the Big yeah. Mac. That's it's right. Like, fuck, that's the Jonah Lomu burger, man. Like, <laughs> that's what they call the Lomu burger. I remember that back in the early but 90s. Who, like, you know, yeah. like, if you think Ruby 2 and you compare the sizes, they'll probably be like the miniest. Yeah. It's be smaller than the cheeseburger, you know? But in comparison, like, bro, Jonah's Happy feet in his, you know, in his, in his day, heyday, fucking, bro, they named stuff like that after him. He was the guy mm. running, like, the first ever PI you saw running on the ad. I was like, what's he doing? Like, he's going through all these wars. It's like, Oh shit! Like, you see his sprinting too. Like he's a legit. He sprinter. was a legit sprinter, man. And then like he made um rude like Islander haircuts cool. Yeah, know, bro. The, oh, and then, bro. The, yeah, then yeah. the living in the eyebrows. Living in the eyebrows. Look, knows. I still got the. If you do that now, they're like, now, are you doing man. the local thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> And he was doing it from some hip hop video. Yeah. Bro, everyone's doing it because Jonah did it. Yeah, but yeah. He, he was on the world stage and he had his fringe in that. You know, if it was anyone else, it would have been like this guy. But the only other guy, the other guy who's done that for like the bar was Sunny Bull. He said it at a barbercraft, like, bro, if any kid is just, like, everyone wants to come in and get the haircut, like, oh, I just want a sunny bull. Yeah. And yeah. then it wasn't until that a barbercraft in Auckland, and he had Bo say to him, bro, if every kid could just come in and get, if sunny bull just had a number two and boxed up, bro, make life easy. <laughs> Next minute, he went and got the haircut. Bro, every kid's going, I just want a well, so sunny, sunny bull. Yeah. <laughs> just like a number two with a line, you know? Yeah. Is Jonah the first one to have headphones and like, going headphones. to his games? Oh yeah, yeah. He's a it's it's American thing, eh? But he's the one that brought it here. Mm. He brought it here. But even mm. like his own um, ghetto blaster, because I remember there was a Jonah Lomu ghetto yeah. blaster. Had the two subs on the, the, the JVC. Yeah. yeah, I think the JVC blaster. Yeah, yeah. Man. 
That's right. The only rugby player that you know of that had his own CD. What the, and it was a compilation, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I remember he had a... Like, that's what I yeah, mean, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. bro. People were like, oh, bro, yeah, Ruby yeah. Get, oh, Ruby yeah. is up there. It's like, qualify suspect. <laughs> not yet. Not yet, man. Yeah. yeah. D- different type of impact, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah different but type even of. the rugby boots, bro. Rugby boots, like, even the um the tights, bro. The video game? Was, the he was PlayStation oh, gaming? Bro. The PlayStation Journal game. Journal Journal like, Journal I, Come on, man. Which I'm the greatest at. Just for all you haters out there. <laughs> even like, um, even like the Skyline. Like, bro, when the Skyline, bro, he, he had the Skyline, bro. Like, everyone knows. Like, if you got into drifting, like, fuck, bro, Jonah had the car before he made the car. Like, mm, you know, mm. in New Zealand. Oh, bro, Jonah's got one of those things, those skylines. But now everyone has got to get, I want to call like that, I want to call <laughs> like that, you know? Yeah, but you got to also, like, he's probably the, like, during the, during the 90s, during the 90s, he's probably, like, the one rugby player that you know was going to be on the backside of the Sunday news. If you are if you grew up in the 90s and, you're, and your parents bought the Sunday news, 100% every week there's always going to be a picture of Jonah on the back, on the back page. And it's always about something. It could be something amazing. It could be that he, I mean, even when he like finished up with rugby, he was still popping up. Yeah. You know, like a bodybuilder, a DJ, you know, a philanthropist. It was amazing. The amount of, you know, why the Sunday news was so interesting. John, I have no idea. But think of anybody else that could do that every week. Yeah, very amazing. I spent some long, long afternoons at the lodge room at Man looking at all these articles of Jonah at the back of the Sunday Peace to Jonah, man. There'll never be another man. And this, I think it's rude how people even try and compare anything to him, man, because he's he's one of the goats, bro. Mm. Forever, mm. man. Mike Cat is the player that he ran over. Mike Cat, yeah, yeah. It's interesting to me when I think of athletes who have on top of their game or even had major impact on the sport itself when you think of like you said that yourself you asked about Michael Jordan he's the one that brought NBA basketball to the whole world you know he was the first guy to do that you can say that John Lund was that same with rugby brought rugby to the whole world um, Stephen Curry he's he's made the three pointer like one of the you know the most the um, most effective effective yeah. thing in, in the sport so all the kids are just doing freeze you know so he's changed the game you know, it's athletes like that who have changed the games. I think with Ruby Tui, she's more like her, her personality. Yeah. Like her personality mm. can change the game in terms of what we see on TV. Like like we're starting yeah. to show more brown faces on TV and the way they are themselves. Because we don't want the whole... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The media yeah, thing, we, vision. You don't want yeah. the whole like... Um, full credit to the boys. Full credit uh, to the boys speeches and all those kind of, <laughs> you know, all those kind of stuff. And it was a game of two halves, guys. And I think if anything, what she has done to the game, she has brought... She has been herself, you know, and she is mm. a personality. She's a big personality and I think that is really important. You get guys like Sonny B. Williams going on stand to be a presenter on there. He's been himself. Mm. You know, he, he might be odd and awkward to, to listen to, but he is himself. Yes. You know, and that's important. Mm. Ruby Tui is herself the way she is we can all relate to that even though the Balangese might think it's weird or, or not you know yeah. but at least we can relate to that you know and I think that's important so I think in terms of if we compare like Ruby Tui to, um, to Jonah as far as impact is I think <clears throat> it's obvious what what Luma's impact is I think with Ruby Tui it's just the beginning we haven't seen yeah, what, agreed. what she can do agreed. Here, you yeah know. she plays she's playing professional over in the US now I believe yeah. her yeah. and probably half the black fans she'll definitely go down yeah, as yeah. one of the most impactful um, for the women's uh, game yeah I think even hmm? for the men's yeah international yeah. in the men's because 
it's pretty big, eh? Like mm. they packed out the stadium, you know, Eden Park, that final. Mm. Um, this this is a big turning point for women's rugby in it, and I think she has played a big role, part in that. Oh, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I agree. You know? I agree. Yeah, I think um, she yeah probably when she retires in that, she will go down as I don't know. Oh, he should be still, remembered still for really, sure. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. totally. It's totally. not finished yet. So let's just hope she doesn't turn into a Justin Marshall. Eh? Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> if she does, if she does, I'm gonna humble her. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, nah. <laughs> nah, but she's yeah, good, good sort eh? Yeah, totally. Okay, shop boys. Uh, next story. Um, so Mark Zuckerberg, he's um, brought out a new app or new social media platform called Threads that you can get through um your Instagram, and it started a couple of days ago. It's, it's rolling out all over the world except for the UE. So they're holding off on Europe at the moment. Again, thirty million followers in a day, or in a few hours. Crazy um, 30 million or oh, 30 million users, users, yeah. In the first, um, crazy the first day it was released. And, and, and this platform is a direct um competition to, to Twitter, so it looks and feels like Twitter. Mm. And if you guys are in, in, into, into that, it's come under fire recently with the new CEO Elon Musk and the changes he's made with Twitter that's pissed a whole lot of people off. So, are you guys on it? Yeah, I jumped on. I jumped on today because I saw your post and I was like, "Oh, I'm coming on the show. I better, better download and have a look." If it, it's like, if it looks like a duck and it sounds like a duck, you know, but is uh, but but is a different apple together? I don't know, man. It's um the one thing, and I think I agree with what you what you were saying in your post is that um the one thing that Twitter will always have over any other any other sort of social media platform that's ever tried to take over. Is rawness. yeah rawness exactly exactly that you know you can you can say what you like and that's that's why it's so popular is because people can say whatever the hell they want you know whatever's on their mind whereas like if you look at where um, if you look at Meta and you know the, the network that they have it's heavily moderated you know you can I mean these days on Facebook you swear you know bam naughty corner two days you can't post you know kind of thing so there is also there is that piece to it. You know, and there's always going to be the problem is is that they have a um, t- Twitter has like a very very well established culture, and like seated in that freedom of speech, right? Threads has to be able to match that somehow. I, how? No idea. But yeah, I thought they were on the back foot already with um, being through Instagram because because you, you can have a different name for your name. You know what I mean? Like in in Facebook, you can't really. That's your real name. Yeah. Because you have to you have to give your ID and all that. Yeah. yeah. To, to make a page, but with with Twitter, you can put any name you want. So, I think what makes people write anything they want is because they can hide behind the fake name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. it's easy. It's easy. Yeah, yeah. You know, that, that's why you get all the all the rawness and all the toxic mm. stuff that go in there. And it's up to you if you can handle it or not. You all know, the evil, evil. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, even like the the restrictions around the pornography on Twitter too. Eh? Like that's unmatched. Like you couldn't share. You can share certain stuff on other mediums, but it's like no, nah, it gets shut down. Because it's obviously monitored, mm. but the amount of porn, on Twitter, yeah, yeah it's like the rated stuff is like, bro, you can still, you can still find it, yeah. oh. even like the OnlyFans, like you can see the links, like everything's there if you search it. If you search it, mm. you only need to like one and then go into someone's followers and then see who they're following, and then you'll you'll find it. You know, you can yeah. you can search it like that. Yeah, it's it's pretty raw. It even has things, yeah, has has pages like um, uh, fights. Like you see fights on the oh, street. Oh, like real yeah, street yeah, fights. Like real street fights. Oof. And you see, even you see um, 
um, like I saw a video on Twitter where there's a guy that um, had, a, uh, had a woman hostage and had a, a SWAT team mm. in front of him and actually showed him, showed him showed the SWAT team, killed the guy. You know, yeah. so it's streaming on Twitter. It's not censored. It shows everything. Holy so. cow! Yeah, but, but it's been like that for years, though. Yeah, like, yeah it's been that's like always that. been yeah. their their platform. So you, you like, I've, I remember like when I was like hard out, hard out on Twitter. It was like the stuff that I was finding out on Twitter would come out on Facebook and be yeah. conversation like mm. three or four days later. Yeah. Right, right, right. And then like people talk about it on Insta, but I was like, bro, that's old. Like mm. the Cinderella drop when it dropped on Twitter, mm. I was like, bro, this is pretty cool man you know <laughs> and then people obviously just uploading uploading their verses but it's like bro the better ones were out on twitter first like, right so they beat them you know it's like fuck your hands down bro that's mm. that's how you off to me it's like if it's trending on twitter that's how you know it's gonna be big on okay anything else yeah it's an interesting now. one yeah not a big um not a big twitter person personally um so it's quite interesting here it's like wait what <laughs> <laughs> yeah man now nah, you'd be surprised what, you should be surprised what <laughs> what gets put up there it's anything it's anything yeah, right yeah. Yeah, reactivate my account <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like all the stuff that might be taken down on facebook hey oh yeah no way facebook can put any of that stuff yeah. on so this is like those extremist groups and stuff right mm. how they how they sort of pu- push out all their propaganda is that is that the sort of same sort of thing you get that. It depends who you who you, who you follow. You follow yeah. Oh, okay. So, but okay, yeah, if okay, you catch okay. a retweet, because ninety percent of the time you'll catch someone's retweet something. Like mm. if you find like what I found for the people that I follow, if I see the man, what was that lady going on about that was in the paper that day? Hurry, someone will put the retweet. What do you see? It's green. Fucking, you watch it. Oh shit! Like it's all. I'm always like, oh damn, that's pretty hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, crazy. Okay. Plus, I find I'm on. There's whole. There's not a lot of people that are on Facebook and Instagram on on Twitter, eh? Yeah. Oh, Especially okay. in New Zealand, Australia. Got you. It's mainly the celebrities and the people into it, but not a lot. So I think Instagram will get all those other guys to jump on the Instagram version of that because it's easy to go through through your Instagram page. Yeah, yeah. You might have a you. You. I think with when it comes to Australians and Kiwis, you more of a chance to for them to go on the um uh, the Fred's app rather than. On, on Twitter if they don't have a, a convenience right yeah mm. convenience yeah. I think with the um, the apps like there's been periods of time where I've been trying to do business and stuff like that and I think if you're into that then it's probably good to get on you know into that stuff mm. and learn about it you know stay relevant and understand what's happening and mm. but if if you're not then I don't know you probably don't need to jump into it but I think with business and stuff like that mm. if you've got a brand or anything like it's probably doesn't hurt to get in there you don't have to go too deep but just sort of understand what's happening in and you know in technology and mm. in the world and and if you all have like friends or collection uh connections and that you sort of know what's happening yeah, yeah i think it's yeah. useful but you don't have to go too deep but um but if you're not into you know business stuff then you probably don't need it um in my opinion you're just adding another distraction to your life yeah <laughs> or yeah i agree yeah but it can all those things can be useful, eh? Mm. For, for Avenues, eh? And your, yeah, yeah, your market yeah. market yeah. share and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Making connections mm. that maybe you didn't make on yeah, Twitter or whatever other platforms you're mm. on. Yeah. Agreed. Mm. Yeah, so oh, I've jumped on and I've posted a yeah, few I'm things on. There on. Too, yeah, Have you? yeah, oh, yeah. same. Well, I haven't posted it yet. See how it goes. But, um, yeah. What's I'm, the, I'm still a Twitter fan. Here's a, here's a, here's a take. So what would you think 
like all of all of those like you know all of those threads and all the Twitter stuff that comes out since the emergence of ChatGPT, how many of that do you reckon's gone through ChatGPT first? You know, like like oh, this is what I'm about to write. I need it curated, and I need it trimmed down to uh, trimmed down to 125 characters. You know, <laughs> what's ChatGPT gonna do? Bam, and push it out. How how much of that do you reckon's curated now like that? I never thought about it, but I'm mm-hmm. probably have given it a try. Yeah. <laughs> Any reason I say this is because I was um. I was like, I was like looking at my, I was looking, I was looking at my CV, and if my boss is listening, oh well, yolo. Um, I was like, I was updating my CV and stuff, and like, I was like, oh, how do I, how do I say this? Well, because it's just ChatGPT. Oh, true. <laughs> sure enough, the entire CV just goes through ChatGPT, and just you know, full on, just like you know, it's all, all I said was like, I need another way to say this. Came back with the answer. And it goes, copy, paste, done. And it was the way yeah. you wanted it as well? Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, right. yeah. Well, not exactly, but it gave me an idea, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. of how I could write it. So if, if that's what is possible there, you'd think, you know, with threads of the emergence of, like, you know, AI like that and threads being new, how much of that would be curated? Mm. You know, you could go one step further and be like, is the, would ChatGPT have an actual account? You tell it what to say and it just posts. Mm. Don't know, man, you know? It's interesting with the uh, chat. GPT, well, I was talking to one of the um, English teachers uh, the last few days of school and, and she was saying like the, the kids have been, she's had a few submitted, you know, um, and she says it's easy to see yeah, because there's no, there's no grammar uh, mistakes and like she said like some kids, you know, it's just too good. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. like she said like if they, if they made some more grammar mistakes and changed a few words because it's, it's, she says they, it writes a certain way. And it's easy yeah. to pick up if you're. She said, if you're into English and stuff, you can sort of pick up on it. Easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a certain style, mm. but you could probably use it as like a, you know, a skeleton, yep. and then change a few words. You mm. know, like but kids are just doing the whole thing, no changes. Man, this sounds like something I would do. But like they're not tweaking it to make it personalized, so mm. they could probably write an essay. Mm. And then just tweak a few words here yeah. and there and yeah. maybe change like a couple of sentences and it'll be right. That's but scary though. It's eh? just like, no, but, that, but she says yeah. it's easy to pick up. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, like people yeah. think they're going to get away with it, but then they won't. Teacher will be seeking to know like whether certain students using that sort of grammar in their, in their, in their written text anyways. Eh? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so they like, know. Clearly like, yeah. Mm. Mm. yeah, that's how do you spell it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Put it in a sentence. Yeah. Tell me. You're struggling to spell your yeah. name correctly and you got this, this like uh, four paragraphs in you know. yeah. yeah. Sweet boys, um, what's on your social media? So we'll just go around and uh, go, you guys um, just talk about what you've been scrolling through your phone when you're sitting on the Wheel, And uh, yeah. I know let's you had one about um, a fireworks display in the house. Oh yeah, man! I was just going through um, my socials and and I don't know because I don't always scroll through like funny videos. Like mm. to me, mm. it's like 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 surely more like whenever Surly posts something, for our algorithm for him it must be exactly the same because he finds anything that I find funny funny as well. But when I saw that, I was like, bro, that's parking stupid, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's the same reason why I didn't do fireworks. So obviously, there's people out on the front lawn or ready with their beach chairs and like getting ready to start doing fireworks. But it's like, how far is too close and like, are you set up properly? Because mm. I remember one time at my mom's house and we all had our chairs lined up alongside of the house. 
Yeah. And right on this patch of concrete, it was away from us, probably like 10 meters away. Someone lit it and the bloody thing fell down. <laughs> Towards you? Nah, yeah. It, it was, it, so, so we lit the, the work, it fell that way. And there was nowhere to run. <laughs> we were playing Dutch the Dutch the fireworks. <laughs> Ever since then, and then when I saw that, straight away I was triggered. I was like, "Fuck, they should ban that shit from New Zealand, man." But in this case, it was the worstest thing ever, man. Because in the end, the box of fireworks ends up getting hit from the the first book that you know gets shot, and that was ugly, man. Like very to see that cloud of smoke. I was like, "God of fire, man! These kids are gonna be traumatized forever." Like, there's no way you can get around it, eh? But, yeah. When I saw it, bro, I was just triggered. And I thought it was funny as well, because I was like, but that's worse than it now. Everyone was like, the one of the fireworks they fell over, and then, it was like, oh, oh, oh. But that one, then I was like, <laughs> it's the whole oh, box. <laughs> that went the whole box. You can imagine, like, four houses, eh, coming out with their $100 worth of fireworks, putting it down in front of the car. I mean, in front of the car, even, like, I don't know. Put the car blows up. But you just look how close they are to the fireworks, man. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah man Like I see some funny ones eh? But yeah I don't know I just Yeah I'll be just Watching his funny Funny reels like that eh? Just On the fireworks thing man I'm not I'm not into it eh? Like mm. Waste the money yeah, Just bang 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 But nothing You know <laughs> yeah. And then you gotta Mess the clean up yeah. Just go drive to the thing And watch yeah. someone else's And then <laughs> no, no, drive no, home yeah. You know No clean up Safe it's, Leave it to the far Stay in, in your lane know? man Stay in your lane like, Far away Buy the know? bread and milk first <laughs> Get that cheese, man. Get that cheese. But then, if you watch that video, you'd be like, what a waste of money. I'll tell you this. Like, when I was a kid, I wanted fireworks like nobody's business. You know, I, I was, um, my parents, every year without fail, hey, I, we're getting KFC. Hey, oh, yeah. I, you're getting, you know, we're getting takeaways instead. You can go out on the street and watch it. It's a waste of money. Yeah, man. And I used to like just envy all of my mates the next day. My gosh, the fireworks were like this and it was all bright and cheery, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, you become an adult and then you realize, you know, 60 bucks what just went up in smoke money, in five man. minutes. Oh my gosh. Bang, so, bang, 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 bang. <laughs> <laughs> Shush, man. I'm trying to go to sleep. <laughs> my kids are waking up, man. <laughs> Very back in my hood, man, I used to see kids, they used to tie the ear level lover, make a loop, and they should do the whoops. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what, that was our that fireworks. That was fireworks. Man. <laughs> that was our fireworks. Okay, you do it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know some guys gonna make some real mean sound yeah. oh you're the one else he ever did that's what we did man mm. but that there like that's parking stupid bro. like <laughs> never waste your money on fireworks man it's not worth it eh? oh, oh, man. Not I agree you could get some KFC or whatever mm. the amount of bricks I've almost thrown at houses <laughs> down our street too man you know they just like do value I got some Indian mm. neighbours man and they did it, you know, never taught us. Bro, my dog was going nutty. Like, my dog's breaking my back door to the garage like three or four times. And oh, he was wow. going nuts, man. I just opened the door. Like, Fuck! Straight <laughs> <laughs> away. Got my jig, that muscle sound on me. Slammed the door. Fucking shit. Everyone knew it. It's like, hey, it's the wrong day or a bit of warning would have been nice, man. Yeah, hard out the warning. Yeah, I agree with you with the dogs. That my um, I where, where I used to live with my uh, my mother in law, my sister in law, my sister in law had two dogs. She had to medicate them every time there was fireworks. Yeah, every time. And like, you know, up until that point in my life, I you know I've never felt sorry for animals until we had uh, yeah. had animals in the house, and instantly I hated fireworks from that point. Yeah, it's, it's pretty hard to watch. Hey, hard out it is, yeah. and just how you know, just I mean, I mean, our, our dogs were like you know. 
they they like hide up my mingi and then they'll do they go hide in the toilet in the yeah. in the bath in the bathtub. Just when you think you you like you pissed off at your dog, but then when you see your dog yeah. like going crazy because yeah. of the fireworks, then you be like, man, your your mood changes. Eh? Hard oh, out. Come here, my poor dog. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't walked you for like two months. <laughs> You wait, man. You wait. You wake up and it's a brick in your windows. Guys, nah, man. I get the kids like when they were younger, like just about to crash out on him. (laughs) 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 And then they slowly go back to sleep and then. Oh, Oh, those are the worst thing. Those are the worst. Oh, man. Uh, and I collect that's when you go get your rubbish and just chuck it on the lawn, man. Oh man, you see that dog? They came inside all the rubbish on the like, lawn. Like daughter, like you know, daughter, like six, seven, maybe eight, but like nine o'clock and that, you gotta cut it off, man. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. yeah, like six, yeah. seven, eight, all good, all good. But yeah. once you get to the nine, t- you know, ten, you know, kids sleep. Yeah. My area is the worst, man. Like not the one, two, three, four <laughs> in the morning, man. <laughs> But whenever I locate the house, I always go into the territory page. Yeah. Does anyone know where the house is, bro? I get done. Meters. Yeah, bro, it's number 11. Bro. Edmonton Road, 11. Number 11, Edmonton Road. I'm going to pay that motherfucker visit, man. Speaking of like socials, um, the only thing that's popped up on my social that's, that's in- I found interesting, I'm probably really, really late to it. You guys probably talked about it last week, so I'll just touch on it real quick. The J. King Freeverse, um, uh, Freeverse Challenge, Cinderella Challenge, right? Yeah, right. Probably the best one I've ever come across was, um, and it's one that stuck with me, is, um, what's his face? It was a guy named Seki Snare. He's a Samoan rapper out of South Auckland. Have you got it? On, on, no, I don't, but um, it's... You, would, would, I, would I be able to look it up? Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Seki Snare is his name. I've so dropped him. one verse and uh, man, I don't think anyone can beat this chick from Mangry, eh? Oh, yeah? Yeah, man. Like, yeah. Since I've heard it, I've, like, I even try to cut it into the J. King version. Yeah. I've done it just by screen recording. Oh, got you, got you. But yeah, bro, that that one's yeah. probably the best I've heard. Yeah, I just I just really enjoyed it. That's all I was gonna say. Yeah. And it's just like it, it it popped up on my feet. I was like, oh, actually, that's different. I like that. I like that. And it's what made me crack up was that like was the fact that like he's vaping, he's chatting, and like he's he's like rapping away. He's about to rap, and you know most most rappers you see they're holding like a beer or they're holding a bottle or something. This guy's got like a teacup in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. He's like rapping away. It's just like oh, true. Is it that one? Uh, that's some, that's some, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's some there. Yeah, uh, that was all that was popping on my socials at the moment. Nice. Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, lately I've been like, are those podcasts I listen to, you know, because of the felon, then I started to look up his stuff. Now, I like me, he's Christian guy in that. Dave, yeah, bro. So, he's the man. so mm. after I listened to yours, then so I look through his stuff. And I already looked through like a little bit of Isaac Peaches before because I already heard of him before. Okay. So I, I guess it was more that, and then um, uh, last night I was looking up like the WNBA draft, the women's. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, okay. Nah, because you know, like with my daughter to go pros and stuff. So I was just like, I follow like the women's basketball closely now, uh, or closer than usual. So that's what I've been uh, scrolling through. Yeah. Nice, nice. So boys, um, next up we're gonna have a few poker of the week now. Filippo, you had one for us. You put the one up for us. Uh, who put those a week? Oh, I'm to find it. Uh, oh yes, 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 yes. So this was a. Um, so there was a guy. Um, you know those those clout chasers, right? You got those people that just go and they just they just full on rebels and they record it and they're like, oh look at me, I'm so bad. I'm like I'm like ducking on the wall kind of thing, you know? Can you the, can you define that? Because I've heard 
clout yep. used three or four different ways. Yep, yep. And now I'm confused. Okay, I'm so confused. Uh, in my head, um, in this in this context, I guess, um, when you're chasing clout, you're doing things to get attention. Well, wow, I've been. Yeah. Man, the way I've heard it, it's like <laughs> silly. It's like, oh, am I? <laughs> <laughs> or you know, you like, or you associate yourself with, you associate yourself with a brand or a person or or, or something that's famous in order for for that to come back on you, reflect back on you. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, you can say something outrageous too, eh? Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. To you know, it's about getting attention. So it's, it's about using, really you. yeah, using something to get attention. So it could be that you're. You know, it could be that, like, you know, yo, shout out to Jonah, you know, rest in peace. Yeah, yeah. I'm about yeah. to say something, yeah, cloud chasing. Or it could be, um, like, you know, shout out to all the boys that I went to, um, all, all the boys that I that went to school that are all, the, all in the Warriors now, or all like, you know, you know, donning that black jersey, you know, yeah. that was us, that was us kind of thing. You know, that could be viewed as cloud chasing. You know, but yeah. it depends on, you know, the context, right? Context kind of thing. But yeah, some, some people do outrageous stuff. That's, that's yeah. another way. Stuff that's not really like them. It's like, you're a chill guy. Why would you say something like that? You know, you usually don't say something. You know what I mean? But they're just trying to get attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Sometimes can people can speak out of like the usual who they are. Yeah. yeah. So in this case, this is a guy that was, um. so he's a, he's like a, he's a fit, he's a fitness guy, fitness influencer from Bulgaria. He was on holiday in Italy and he, he filmed himself, Um, <clears throat> he filmed himself What's this in the Colosseum? In the Colosseum, like carving his name and his girlfriend's name into the wall. The oh, Colosseum. What? A historical yeah. site. You know? He filmed them. And one thing, you know, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to make sure that nobody knows that, that it was yeah, me that yeah, did it, you yeah, know? Yeah. Sort of like um, Banksy. That's how Banksy's so famous because nobody knows who he is. You know, it adds to the mystery. But no. Is that the heart analysis guy? Yeah, Hollywood husband. No one, no one's seen his face. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. No one knows either. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then you have this. A little, I'm going to use, <laughs> yeah. you know. He goes and he's like, you know, I mean, you can, I mean, I don't know if you can see this. He's smiling, mate. Exactly. <laughs> he's, pr- he's proud of himself. He's proud of himself. But that's parking stupid right there, <laughs> man. Wow. So that's that's one part, right? So he's the, he's cloud chasing. He's like, look at me. I'm a bad guy. I'm, scra- I'm, you know, scrolling my name on the wall in a coliseum. You know, that's me. I did that. Sure enough, two weeks later, he goes back to Bulgaria, back on normal life. Excuse me, sir. Um, we're with the... Uh, we were with the paramilitary police of France. Would you like to honor oh no, of, of Italy? Would you like to step outside, please? You're going to jail. They tracked them down two weeks later, yeah. popped them in jail. And what was the one word that he said from that point onwards up until now? Sorry. <laughs> That's it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm but, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's I never see a lot of women right there. <laughs> 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 That's the do the domestic date. I'm sorry. <laughs> exactly. Stupid, mate. Exactly. So, report of the week. If you're gonna do something stupid like that, and you know, make sure that you don't get caught. You know, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not condoning anything. Yeah. Not condoning. Well, it makes know. sense to. Hey, but fuck yeah, that's dumb. Yeah. Man. So report of the week goes to the. What is his name? Oh, I don't even have his name here. Anyway, he uh, he. It's either a it's either a fine that goes into the tens of thousands of dollars. Or you go to jail, mate. Yeah. Go to jail. It's, yeah. Man. Man. <laughs> There's European jails, man. They ain't no joke. You know? They ain't no joke. Have you seen that movie? What's the um, Midnight? Oh, oh, Midnight Express. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's 
That's crazy, eh? <laughs> yeah. It's pretty good you guys are going to see it. Eh? Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, that's, it's old one, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he goes to jail. Yeah. He goes to jail. Was it in like Turkey or something? Yeah. Yep. That's yeah. right. Yeah. He goes to jail. <clears throat> but uh, what you said, the uh, prisons. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They, they, it's got, it's got uh, the fam- work, eh? Yeah. The famous scene when he's in the class. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's just on the glass. <laughs> that's, that's bad. That's like good movie. Good movie. Yeah. <laughs> Recommend it. Yeah. Midnight Express. Eh? Midnight Express. Yeah. Yeah. Really good. It won, it won an Oscar for Best Picture. That yeah. He, he did a good job on. playing that role. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of Best Pictures, uh, what have we guys? What have you guys been been watching on streaming or YouTube or or wherever? Oh man, we watched a good uh, movie the other day that uh, my sister and her um, husband recommended. Was uh, was it? The hot, um, flipping no, something hot. The flaming hot, flaming hot. It's the you know the chips, the Cheetos, and the, <laughs> the flavors. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, watching yeah. the videos? Oh no, I watched the. There's a documentary on the guy who created the flavor. Damn. Oh, that's the one with the box there. Eh? There's the picture of the coffin. Or was it the little chip? And it's just one chip, the black chip. Oh, well, no, I don't know. It's not that one. Uh, yeah, it's just a normal movie. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's really okay. good. Really, just the just the story. He was like a normal um, worker for a janitor for like eight years, and then mm. he noticed the chips weren't selling, and they were losing jobs. And he, you know, a lot of Mexicans, and they like they're hot. Yeah. So he he just experimented with him and his wife trying to find the right like topping, like flavoring, and it took them ages. And then he had the balls, you know, to call the the boss and stuff. And mm. Took a gamble and stuff, and then I think um, I heard afterwards it's not quite the same, the real story, but something about that. Like the movie's really good. Um, oh, so it's a movie. Yeah, movie, uh, movie. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, got yeah, you. Yeah. I was gonna say, don't let the don't let the truth get in the way of a good story, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he did he did bring it in, but yeah. you know they changed it a little bit to make mm. it a movie. You know, yeah. But he he did come up with the idea of nice. making hot uh, Cheetos and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh man. So, no, it was really good. It was quite mm. inspirational because he's, you know, just a hardworking guy. Um, mm. Yeah, so no, I really enjoyed that movie. That was really good. Interesting. Mm. Richie, no. Oh, me. Um, awesome. My first session. You know, you know how I said at the beginning, like you know, I've been picturing what I would say in these kinds of moments. This is one of those moments. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think for me, this I got, I got like two. Um, so I got like a, you know, a five and a zero, right? So the five being amazing. Um, at the moment, we're watching. Um, I don't know if you guys are gonna like judge me for this, but I'm um, Station 19 on Disney Plus. So you guys heard of um, uh, Grey's Anatomy? Yeah. So yeah, Station yeah. 19 is the fire station that the or the that was it the firefighters that appear in and and Grey's. That's their that's their TV show. It's a spinoff from yeah. That's a spinoff. Oh. That's the word I'm looking for. Great TV show. So it's up to season. My wife and I started at the beginning of oh golly, I think it was like last year or something, and we've just come up to season five. Um, what the, what I like is that there's um you know how you have like those crossovers how like you know some TV shows it's just like an event or whatever it's seamless between the two between Grey's Anatomy and um oh, yeah, yeah. so yeah. like whatever you see on Grey's Anatomy I guessing my guess is is that the producers were like whatever you see in Grey's Anatomy and like and there's an event where like you see the end of it in Grey's Anatomy you're more than likely going to see the chunk of it in Station 19. Mean. So like an example would be like um an example would be like you know like a firefighter you see the firefighter. Um, I don't know. You see, like a doctor die, you know, and uh, and and Grey's Anatomy. You know, man gets stabbed up. You don't see the stabbing. All you see is that he gets rushed to hospital, and yeah. they deal with him in the hospital in Grey's Anatomy. But then you cross over to Station Nineteen. You actually find out that he was following somebody yeah, for like yeah. you know for, for maybe four or five suburbs, 
and he actually sh- actually shows him getting stabbed up, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. So it shows you that other side of the of the story. That's what I mean by like. So it's real cool. I really like how seamless it is. So yeah. So I think they're up to season six in the US at the moment. It should be dropping on Disney Plus. So yeah, that's my five. Yeah, me. Yeah, um, my zero. Oh my gosh. As much of a as much of as a big Marvel fan as I am at the moment, <laughs> Secret Invasion. Just take it and flush it, man. Oh damn! I have yeah. I am so this yeah. After that first episode, and you know, I don't really care if you if, if I'm ruining it for you right now. But like you know, when you see um, when you see Agent Hill, is it Hill? Is that her name? Oh, the the lady, the woman that's on um, um How I Met Your Mother. Is that her? The the one that picks up um that picks up like have you seen it have you seen the first episode? To be honest, I watched the first ten minutes and I turned it off. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. so, oh, so, so Maria Hill, I think that's her name. Anyway, um, you know she's like a long-standing you know character throughout all of the or you know throughout, throughout the Marvel universe for years, and all of a sudden she just gets stabbed up at the last in the last episode. It's like, oh, what? Are you serious? But aside aside from that, it's just rubbish. This belongs in the rubbish. So yeah, that's my two. That's my two. Was there McDreamy and um, the the station one? No, no, no. Never saw him. Never saw him. Oh, but there was there an equivalent. Um, yes, there is. Ah, so you did yes, follow the recipe. Yeah, 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 totally, yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. totally. Yeah. yeah, all the way down to the diversity, everything. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Watch. Um, now nah, I've been watching, still watching Ray Donovan. Um, season the back end of season six, so oh. up to episode ten. But yeah, man, shout out to Sky TV, Sky Five for playing playing the Ray Donovan series. Man, if you haven't seen it, man, yeah. go and watch it, Because eh? like yeah, this starting to it's starting to show um like the result of being Mr. Fix It. Oh, okay. I think it resonates because eh? it's like um that's why if you hear some of my last words, yeah. it's been on the time factor. Because yeah. Ray's um yeah, so he got eventually he ended up in a mental a psych ward. So he's once he got admitted to a psych ward, um, the shrink spoke to him, and he was molested as a kid by a priest, and that he spoke about that. But when he's in the psych ward, oh, was he one of the victims as well? Like, cause it was his brother Bunchy, right? That was the three of them. The th- oh wow, elementary, yeah. So, oh wow, yeah. But when he gets admitted overnight, and he's he obviously tried to jump off one of the bridges, but he was seeing his wife, so he started seeing shit. It's when he starts seeing shit, but he's still in that mentality, like I can fix this. Mm. But yeah, the last this last week that I watched, man, I was just like, damn, I was like everything he's done up until that point and like I think um it was Alina, his his assistant, said, Who's near you, Ray? Like, you know, you've done all this stuff for your family, so you say, But where are they? They're not you know? Mm. Abby's gone, Terry's doing his own thing, Bungie's fucked off, his, he hates his dad. But yeah, he literally had no one around him because he was doing all that work and he forgot mm. what was important. You know, it's like he became blind to his life. But yeah, it's up to that, and the way it's telling the story is pretty cool, man. Wow! Because now he's come across the um, the New York police. They're pretty much doing exactly what Ray does, but he's in it done to him. Yeah, and it's probably true. Yeah. It's tough to watch it because he's like, yeah, fucking fighter, man. But because he doesn't have RV with him anymore, so he mm. doesn't have anyone to come ruthlessly just shoot them. You know, it's like. Man, because yep, yep, he's yep. not in his backyard as well. Because mm. they went from LA to New York, and mm. in New York, it's like the police department run that city, you know. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, that's been a fucking good watch, man. I've been watching that, and then just at home with the kids, man. I've been um, 
Because yeah, my kids be like, oh, we should watch a movie, Dad. So before going back into my shift, I'll be like, oh, fine, we'll watch a movie. We watched Castaway. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and oh. I swear, man, of all movies. Wilson. Wilson. So my daughter heard that as a joke from one of her teachers. Her year four teacher goes, Wilson. And she goes, oh, they go, oh, what's that? And he goes, oh, when you're old enough, you can watch Castaway. So she knew what happens to mm. Wilson. But I said, did he laugh about it? She said, oh, yeah, he sort of joked about it. Okay, when you watch the film now. Tell me if you're upset when you watch it. So we watched it because my daughter was like, I want to watch a love story again. You want to see a love story? Okay, I'm going to show you a love story. <laughs> so cast away that bit where, you know, he kept my car, you know, in the rain. <laughs> and then she yells out to him. He goes, All you see is the brake lights, the car, the truck reverse. He drives back up the driveway and she goes, I always knew. That's one of the greatest love scenes in any movie, man. I don't know what people say, bro. Like, when I watched it, I was like, you should have waited, man. <laughs> she moved Boy, on. She, and she moved yeah, on yeah, by yeah, her heart. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know her heart's still there. You know, totally. But that was <laughs> as real as it gets, man. I broke to you every... <laughs> <laughs> but that's like... um. So I watched that with them and yeah, the yeah. kids were like, man, that was such a good film. Like, you know? Mm. And then I was like, going through, um, I think it was Netflix again and then mm. My Girl came up. I don't know if you've seen My Girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The right. Macaulay Culkin movie? Yeah, because I watched it as a kid and I was at 11 when I watched it and I said, told my 11 year old, I watched this when I was your age. Mm. And straight away, man, when it gets to the scenes, bro, fuck, I cried. I cried like mm. when I watched it as a kid. Mm. And even I looked at the girls and yeah, they had tears. And I say, that's as real as friendship as you can in a movie yeah. for a movie, you know? Like, And I always said to them, that's me and mum. Like me and mum used to ride our bikes, mm. would catch up and she disappeared off the face of the earth, man. I'd hope that she feels like that, you yeah, know. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. The kids were like, "Oh my gosh, that!" <laughs> then as soon as I told my wife, she was like, "What are you watching bloody sad movies for?" <laughs> but I said, "Cause they're good films, man." Mm. But yeah, my girl, Castaway. I was like, "Fairy." Let me let me add on to that. So I I, I first watched Castaway. So I lived in Tokelau for about um, for about six years, right? Two thousand, two thousand, two thousand to two thousand three, two thousand three, two thousand six. Anyway, long story short. I first watched Castaway when I was living over there. Now, if you don't know where Tokelau is, Tokelau is a small group of three, three coral atolls that, that are north of Samoa. The only way to get there is by boat from Samoa. So you have to fly into Samoa, jump on the boat, go there. It's another 24 hours to the closest atoll, right? Anyway, having that in mind, you're sitting on a, you're sitting on a coral atoll. 24-hour power is not a thing. And you're watching Castaway. <laughs> Could you watch it in one take day or was it when the power was still going off? Well, it's a two hour movie. At least I watched it. At least I watched it. was 30 minutes. Uh, you have to watch it like Shaun of Sheep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> At least it wasn't uh, Captain Phillips or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you can imagine. The man is like, um, you can imagine at the beginning when he's trying to get used to the island and he's trying to, you know, he's trying to hust the coconut and stuff. You know, us sitting there watching him laughing and him struggling. Because <laughs> you know, it's like our daily life, you know, yeah, husking yeah. coconuts and stuff, climbing coconuts. Not me because I'm just not gifted like that. But, you know, husking coconuts and just living the island life. We just like cracked up because it's like it's our normal life. You know? <laughs> but you got to say, man, like. That's you Monday. Know, That's Monday. Well, your emotions when you watched it, right? <laughs> yeah. When you watched it, because like even the kids picked up like, and this is what I love about the maturity of my kids. They're like, why is he going on bloody Christmas, dad? And I was like, just shush and watch the film. <laughs> they went to play Crash. They were like, yeah, voila. That's what happens when you need to watch it. I was like, 
And you know, he should have banked it. He should have banked it. He should have married her, mm, eh? Mm, mm. And then that happened and they watched the end. But even when he drags the body up on the beach and he had the shoes, and he's like, size 10, okay? And then when they saw him drag him to the hole and he cut the bits of the shoes off, they're like, what the hell? <laughs> like, it's cool how, you know? Yeah. They obviously put funny bits in the story like that. Mm. But it's a gold film, man. Oh, like, right. You said that movie to the islands, it should be a comedy. Yeah, <laughs> change the change the genre. I don't. It was funny stories today. We we're watching the uh, UFC, and like some cousins and that came over watching, and then um, you know like, the little kids are running around, and then we're like, you know, hada, hada, hada. and then like you know some of them start crying, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they look to see what we're watching, and there's like blood everywhere and stuff. We're like, they're, they're just wrestling. They're just wrestling. <laughs> <clears throat> I haven't been watching much this week. I'm, I'm still just trying to find a, a show to watch, like a series. But uh, I did rewatch off the back of our um, Late Returns film review of uh, Once War- Warriors. Yeah, yeah. I rewatched uh, What Comes of the Broken Hearted. What you think? I remember, I, remember yeah. I remember watching it the first time, and I thought it was a uh, it wasn't as good as the first movie. So I sort of was in the back of my mind, but but watching it again, I sort of understand where it was coming from because it's a different um, time to change as well. The kids are growing up, mm. yeah. Mm. But and also, the, Jake is in a different place in his life, eh? Yeah, he's sort of he's halfway. Still the same, he's still, yeah, the, he's still same. the same, but he's sort of trying to be good, eh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's still his ideas are still the same. Yeah, there's some good one liners in that too, eh? Mm. I haven't seen that latest. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I thought it was more like an action, sort of action th- thriller. Sort of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think if they had a more, it was the music, hey? There's the, what else was missing? Because we didn't watch Once We Warriors. The music's like, oh. Oh, totally. Yeah. If they had uh, put more of the Kiwi music, probably more of the first, like the Once We Warriors soundtrack mm. into that film would have made it that much better, I think. So when I saw that it was directed by Ian Moon, who was the white guy. If you watched the first movie, The, the Judge, that sentence is um, Boogie He's the Yeah Mark <laughs> Mark, Mark. <laughs> Yeah <laughs> That actor is Ian Moon He directed Oh, oh okay. Okay. What, okay What becomes hmm. Yeah so I saw that hmm. It's good to watch Rewatch stuff that you watched before Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Especially yeah. when you haven't watched it for a long time Oh so yeah. when I was crying watching my girl Man fuck I was gung <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You guys yeah. see, put his glasses on, put his glasses on. <laughs> nah, it's, nah, it's good because I think when you watch those old movies, mm. when the first time you watch it, you're, you're younger and you've got a different perspective. Eh? When you watch it as oh, an yeah. adult, clearly, man. you know, like, you got more of a. Are you aware? Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, got, yeah. you got a different um, perspective now. Yeah. Mm. So I, I got that when I watched um, What Becomes. But, um, so boys, um, we're close to the end, so. We got a local hero. Yeah, man. Oh, this this guy at the moment. Um, and we've had him on as a guest on the back of the one three five. Um, if you don't know who I'm talking about, he was episode number two, I think, this year. Of um, and that was um, Lorenzo. So Lorenzo at the moment, he's been doing a lot of community work, and like I've said to him, like proud of him waving the KB flag and everything that he does. Him plugging out um, just everything, eh? Like. He went over to tour with the tour Samoa when they were returned home. He actually got out last minute, last minute. He ended up going there hosting and emceeing. And like he's still doing it now. 
Um, the last time I spoke about him, he was running for a local um, local board uh, for Otara, and yeah, you know, something new to him. But just as hard to serve the community and be their voice there for the Pacifica, I think um, yeah, he's he's doing he's serving big time, man. I think um, yeah, because we saw one of his um his posts about um yeah, he might not have a job and everything, and it was a bit of a laugh. But if I look, if I think about overall, like. You know, guys that work tirelessly to to project something from a good place. Like I know he rolled out vaccines for local doctors, and it didn't take too well to a lot of boys that I saw on social media, and like just throwing the energy at him. But never once did I ever see him like and like engage and let that stop him from pushing forward. And I've always praised that dude, bro. Like you know, love love that dude. Like you know when you go through the same hardship as we did at school and like just as hard his intent to sort of just carry on you know because the bigger picture was to sort of serve Otara the best way he can on behalf of the people and you only just need to see the work that he's done man like his track record like from just because you know because he's a Westie to me he's always a West Aucklander and and like knowing his heart and and the work that he's doing at the moment and the work that he's putting out is like bread no one can sort of you can't find a fault about what he's doing. I know he's he's come across some like some tough times while he's been out of memory, but yeah, Lorenzo man, the work you're doing also never goes unnoticed, man. And as an old boy and especially from a Ranuian man, like we are so proud of the work that you put out. Um, we can only like just back you and praise what you're doing at the moment because right about now there's no one your age who's holding that space for the community for Samoa as a whole. To, to to serve here West Auckland to serve South Auckland especially Samoa there's no one doing it at the moment also. and the window you and the space that you find yourself in man keep hitting man because bro you're break, you've broken the roof's my lip already also and the universe is you know is where it's gonna stop bro and we can see the work you're doing also and so proud like just never be so proud of someone especially from out west man just you know because that heart never changes uh, you know and that's all from just your appearance is putting in the work into you and the blessings that the Lord has given you. So for this week, man, the our hundredth episode, the EOTC podcast, with Swiss Network production, our uh, local heroes to Lorenzo. Yeah, Lorenzo hey, Kaisara. Hey, so, hey yeah. nice, Hello, nice, Renzo. nice. I just want to uh, like just drop in here real quick. That was probably one of my favorite favorite like um back of the one three five episodes was when you put on uh, when you put on Lorenzo. Um the one thing that I picked up off of the back of that was was just like like you were saying, his heart. Um, also he's what you call like a, he's like a, he's like a textbook version of what you, of, of the, of all like the template of what a, of, of what a good Samoan son sounds like. Right. You know, he like just listening to a story, I wouldn't know him from a bar of soap, but listening to a story, I feel like I know him, you know, like, like, you know, I, he, he came to New Zealand, he did his education. He worked after his family, you know. He sent back money. He sent back packages every month. You while know? being at school, man. While, while being, being at school, school. you know. Yeah. You know, he did all of that. He struggled through all of that, and then at the end, he, he was he was able to have that conversation with his parents and say, "Actually, mum, dad, this is gonna be the last. This is gonna be my last thing, because yeah. I'm gonna go and start living my life now." You know, we think about like the, the amount of like. You know, I have cousins. We all have cousins. I mean, we all know somebody that complains about like, "Oh my gosh, my relatives yeah. in Samoa are killing me." And yeah. he never, never complains once, man. Exactly. Man, never yeah. complains once. Servant's heart. Template. Good Samoan son. That's yeah, what man. he sounds like to me. So, yeah, 
I hundred percent agree with you because he's a he's definitely what you call the he's your hero of the week. Yeah, man, definitely. 100%. Yeah, especially for the hundred episode, man, and because he's coming to the space as well. Yeah, yeah, man. But yeah, bro, I just I just love that. Like every time there's something big in South Auckland, it's like, bro, because he he's even said it, man. Like I think when they did the um one of the first um was it the parade and the biggest one where they had the concert, this dude was throwing the custom sign up in that and like and it's been snapped of him clearly going like this he looked around he obviously forgot he's in South Auckland <laughs> but then he just saw all these other hands go up as well I was like Dale. you know like the old boys when they see each other like hey you know mm. but I just love that bro. <laughs> to me there's someone that never changed though someone that's never changed like he's still the same bro and yeah bro he can just find last and I love that like on the back of the, the landslide wins already with the series the state of version that I can put him on the list of race day the bands nice nice shout out boys for another episode just some last words oh now nah, I guess from the uh, the peach peach uh, episode I was, I was pretty encouraged from that some people probably be uh, butt hurt, but I, I like that move, man. Too much PC stuff out there. Go out there and win. Don't celebrate losing. You know, learn from it and get better from it. Yeah. So go out there and try to win everything you do, you know. The clean way. Yeah. Don't blame anyone. It's on you. Nice. Um. Wow, how do you, where do you go to from there, eh? <laughs> I just went Far to the right. podcast I listened to. <laughs> 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 so Recently, the, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> this is the one that I, I like to drop a lot. Um, uh, it's a personal favorite, like, quote of mine. Um, I can't even remember who says it, whether it was Michael Jordan, whether it was Kobe. Um, but, I oh know it, it was Jordan. So, the, the quote goes, you know, you miss 100% of the shots you don't even make. You know? What does it say? What does that mean? That means like, just give it a try. I mean, if you don't try, it's the same as missing missing a shot. So if you're gonna, so you know, for me that means for me that means like you know, actually having that conversation with my boss, you know, Um, or um, actually giving this giving podcasting a try, you know, asking for permission to come. I'm joking. I'm joking. (laughs) But you know, if you're gonna, you know. If, if you're sitting on the fence about something, about something new, you know, jamming a new career, maybe maybe trying a new sport, or even something as simple as like you know wanting to, well, like go back and exercise, like I have been, you know, it all starts by just actually taking a shot, you know, whether it's a whether you miss or not, you know, the the fact is you actually made the shot. So, yeah, my words today, you know, if you're not going to do it, you might as well just you know, it's the same as missing. So yeah, the end. Um, I just wanted to make a shout out to Eric. He's obviously living his best life in Rarotonga with his um daughter and love seeing the post, man. Like now we miss you, bro. And yeah. I know I hope I hope that when you come back you're revitalized and refreshed and ready to hit the ground running with the editing game for the um for the other mm. episodes that the Whisper Snewick has at the moment. But like um I, I caught up with one of my boys, um Mike Mickey the other night over Skype and he works in mental health and we've always shared about unpacking stuff or like just maybe just visiting stuff that we've parked as people were like I know I know for myself that I did that with my cousin passing away that was like last year so his birthday was just the other the other week and I shared that um 
it's easier to listen to R&B now, you know, because I know that he's in a better place. But um, there's something that I wanted to share since it's been school holidays, and that was like seeing my kids happy is one of the best thing, best feelings in the world. And um, I come across this page on Insta. Like I'm still new to Insta, so I still didn't really know how to use it. But I found this, and it's truly appreciate kindness, and appreciate people checking in on you, and I appreciate quick messages. I appreciate those who ask if I'm okay. I appreciate every single person in my life and who has tried to brighten my days. It's the little things that matter the most. And I just wanted to say, like, um, I know we've we've lost a lot of close loved ones in the last few years. And I came across a poem and then I, I thought about it and I wanted to share it for our hundredth because I feel the man behind all of this doesn't deserve, or he doesn't get enough, like, flowers, you know. And every day that I pod or, like, listen to these pods, I'm always going to give those camps here flowers. Mm. And, like, I thought of, a, I saw, I came across a poem and I thought about it and I wanted people to resonate with it. And the poem goes like this. See, these are my last words. So, Dad, what I'd give if I could say hello, Dad. In the same old way to hear your his voice and to see his smile and to sit with him and chat for a while. So if your father is still here, cherish him with care, for you'll never hear the heartache until you see the empty chair. So to anyone who's lost their dad, man, you know, cherish them while they're here. Because like I always say, and I always say it every, every day I get the opportunity to, to post or like pod, it's like, man, time doesn't stand still for anyone or the world, so... We just got to make the most of every opportunity that we can. Like, make memories, make good memories with your your family. And, yeah, man, shout out to um, Sammy Aki and um, Thrifty Apparel for lacing us up with the UTC tees tonight. <laughs> and shout out to ours, man. I was putting in the work, but like I said, also, you would see it once you start working it, man. And you appreciate you also and your, and your heart also. There was, yeah. a, there was a stringer for him if he came tonight, eh? Oh, yeah, was it a stringer? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared that someone might have faced it the wrong way. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> also, yeah. Eric, Eric, add me on Facebook, dude. I still wait. My my request still sitting in your inbox, mate. <laughs> I want to see these photos that Leslie's talking about. Yeah. Come on, mate. Shop boys, shop boys, for another round and empty out the clip. Always appreciate you guys to come and uh, and and lace the mics every every weekend. And, um, down, bro. <clears throat> Damn, massive feet. And, and to all the listeners out there, you know, if you made it this far, you must be a true fan. And you know, <laughs> stuff the rest of you. <laughs> <laughs> but now, um, well. if, if you want to, if you want to help support the the West West Network, jump on our um, our website www.westwestnet.com and click the donate button. I think it's the price of a, it's less than the price of a cup of coffee or. What's a cup of coffee like these days? Like five bucks? Yeah. Five bucks? Twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. Less than that. Less than that. Less than that? Yeah. Six dollars. It'll be a big help to the to grow our um our network. Okay, boys, let's get the fuck nice. out of here. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun.